0: from brooklyn new york it's the seventh annual blank check awards here at blank check headquarters fans have gathered since dawn for a glimpse of their favorite podcasters here's griffin newman quickly chowing down on a sandwich off mic before sitting down to record and there's doggy daddy David Sims struggling to find a parking space.
1: I'm walking here. I'm walking here.
0: Host of This Hat Oscar Buzz, Joe Reed, arrives flanked by an entourage of questionable Nicole Kidman performances. Is it Ben Hosley over there riding a dang horse down the red carpet? Join us as we honor our favorite films of 2021. It's the Blankies.
2: For more than five years, the world has been fascinated by. They are more than just an entertainment. They are the force that binds us together, the common link that touches the humanity of all of us. And that is why we love to listen to the Blankish. And so tonight, our podcast invites the world to celebrate the magic of listening to the Blankish. Enjoy
3: Sorry, I know you don't like me clapping on my should That was gone, wonderful.
2: Should I have gone full accent on that? I couldn't decide if it was funnier. Because if I did full accent, I would have given it away. Yeah, right, I was going to say, you, you lose that element of surprise. That was my strategic decision. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
3: Now, Connery, of course, gave it away when he walked out on stage. Yeah. We were like,
2: that's Sean Connery. That's he did, in fact, give away that he right. was Sean Connery. He should have been shrouded
3: in darkness. By being Sean Connery. <laughs> right. right. And he should have done an American accent yeah. until he said, yes. the movies.
4: and then suddenly, yeah. the lights switch. I think he's very good at <laughs> I, I American can think, accent. Yes. Oh. He should have <laughs> done his Untouchables accent up until, right.
2: yeah. I'm a man from Chicago. The, the only movie I can think of where I actually feel like he put an effort into changing his voice is Marnie, a movie that is good, Sure, Marnie, but his right. accent sticks out. Right. right. Yeah, like that movie's like, Marnie, listen to me. I'm an American man. Like it will pop in like that.
4: Is is DeMuvish, uh the same year that he presents supporting actress to Catherine Zeta Jones? No, that's a different year. That was a different year. The Oscar Where he goes to. And, and he kept because he because it's obviously Catherine Zeta Jones and Queen Latifah, so yeah. he says Chicago twice,
2: yes. which is great. And I also and thought, he also says
4: yeah, it. The he, hours he
3: did the movie the year after that. The year he, after that, his
2: the movie is the opening to the return of the king, to the return Oscars, of the king, yeah, awards. So, um, and the king, of course, as we've talked about in a recent episode, was Billy.
3: Why yes. did he, yes, but why wait, why did he present supporting actress to Catherine Zeta Jones? Where was Broadbent Jim, Jim
4: Broadbent you
2: take where you, you Boy, was
3: Broadbent You take
4: your chances with these when you give Oscars to sort of older British actors, right. like yeah, Dollars obviously. to Donuts, they're in the west end doing right. something and you know, this is why judy dench he's like there. look richard air called
3: right yeah exactly they're not exactly. these team whores
2: four. who are going to drop everything just to present an award to Catherine zeta jones i am demanding jones was pregnant when she won very, the preg- she was, right? very yes. pregnant i remember that yeah
4: and when she took the stage she said of course uh, my scotsman and she said, the welsh the welsh girl getting her oscar from this because they had done entrapment together of course and when he pre- announced the award he says Catherine, and he Catherine. doesn't even like
3: which. <laughs> yes, I remember
4: that. My coworker at the time, I remember we went. I went into work the next morning, and he was like, "They had sex." And I was <laughs> like, yeah, She's just like that's how you know that they had sex when they made entrapment is because he like went the way he said Catherine, and I
2: was like, "You're probably not you know wrong. the other way I know they had sex when they made entrapment uh, watching entrapment. watching entrapment." Yeah, <laughs> yes. David. Yes. Um, you were going to say
3: I just remember I think there was some complaint about him saying Catherine because Kathy Bates was also sure. nominated. Oh, sure. yeah. And I think Kathy Bates confirmed like I did have like
2: a, a momentary. Of, like, right. Wait, right. does he mean me? Right. Like, my, see, my right. thing was. So that was when they, they had the five boxes and then the camera would zoom into the classic. one. Right. Classic. classic. Yes. And his accent. I don't know if people know this. Sean Conner's accent was very strong. And he only said Catherine. Catherine. I hate yes. taxes. Right. He said it in his way. Yes. Where the entire whatever party I was at with my parents watching the Oscars that year, when he said and the goes show, Catherine. Right before that, someone had said, "How great would it be if Queen Latifah won?" And Queen then he went. Queen Latifah. Then he went <sighs> And we went, what? And the camera started zooming in. <laughs> and and Latifah was like, right yeah, next. You've, I think you've mentioned this. I've definitely right. mentioned this before. Yeah, because yeah. this that is the six annual Blankies? This is the, this seventh, is the seventh annual Blankies, my friend. Okay. That's why I said more than five years. Right, because right, Connor you. said more than a hundred. And yeah. I was like, pick a round number. Yeah. Um, um, but, this is the seventh. I always forget it's the seventh because, right. Yeah, no, yeah. our
3: first Blankies was for the twenty fifth. Yeah. Film year. Right. And this is the 2021 film year. Right. So that sounds so like six but it's actually
2: seven. This is our seventh ceremony, and then we sort of did the governor awards on Patreon last year for we best. We did do of a, a best of decade. Of decade. That's right. True. Right. Um, but but this is Blank Jack the Griffin David, a podcast about filmography, directors of master success early on in the career and given us a of blank check so. Sometimes they bounce baby. But once a year, we get to pick the Oscars. We dress up like Siskel and Ebert, and we stand on stage at, at like, Walt Disney World. I feel like they always used to do that at Walt Disney World. Very possible. Mm. Disney uh, Synergy? Sure. Yes. Uh, And uh, we tell people uh, how smart and uh, cool and great our brains are by picking who we would give uh, awards to. And as always, we bring in our dear friend, an Oscar expert, host of This Had Oscar Buzz. Which, I mean... I feel like so often now with the when we do this record on the timeline of any given year. Sure. Becomes a sort of final attempt to give credit to someone who maybe missed out on an Oscar. It's true. Or nomination that they deserve. That's not our sole goal. But as I was solidifying my finalizing my list, there was a little bit of like, I'm going to put this person who otherwise didn't get the tip. Yep. The tip of the cap. Yep. Joe Reed. Happy to be here. Reading Rain Joe.
4: I was very happy that you brought out the Reading Rain Joe. I was like, is Griffin going to remember? Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Uh, yeah, happy to be here. I uh, sort of soldiered my way through a brain hemorrhage on the train here as I was screaming Shania Twain uh, into <laughs> into the ether. One
3: of the... Oddest moments I've experienced on this podcast where I was like, This is kind of. I think I start going like, That don't
2: impress me much. Or like, Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I actually this, start like, This is the thing. Songs. This is <laughs> the thing. Okay. So, for people who aren't on the Patreon, what better incentive to get the plunk down $5 to say, Yep. In our commentary for the it. first Matrix movie, we spent seven minutes trying to remember Shania Twain's name. David give, is trying to give us clues. All the clues. This Mr. I, Policeman, you got. All the that's the thing you told us everything and the game just became <laughs> ben and i both know exactly who we're talking about we know what she looks like we know the lyrics right? to her songs yes. we picture the music yes. videos right. what was her name and i feel like there are times where people are yelling at me through their podcatchers <laughs> because i'm failing to get a fucking box office game we're forgetting the yep. title of something but it's more abstract this was like this was that fucking wheel of fortune clip of right. yes. a cap. A feather yes. in
5: my <laughs> Map. feather yes. in my map
2: feather, feather on my, my cap <laughs> <Pap? Yeah. laughs> i don't know we had everything
4: we needed yep yep well on uh, our podcast we do uh, imdb game we try to guess the known yes. force for the NBA. and so we constantly get listeners being like right. i was screaming you didn't get this one and i was like i know i know but so like part I, of the imdb I, game I
2: for people who don't listen to this has oscar buzz and to those people How dare what you? are you doing How what are you, you doing with your time uh, the, the, the game is what are the top four projects that are listed as best known for on IMDb, on anyone's IMDb page that you're dealing with a, a wacky algorithm. Unpredictable. You're forgetting big things, Absolutely but it's also like big in a weird
4: way. We just did Diane Keaton's. You would not believe the Woody Allen movie besides Annie Hall huh. that was on her known for
2: had murder mystery. No.
4: I can't even remember the title of it. No. Oh, interesting. It was like from 75. It was. Okay. Um, Her IMDb. Her yes. top four.
3: Yes. I can take a look. Yeah, take a look. Uh, Love and Death. The one. What's the one? Weird, movie. The one? Weird. movie. But like of Weird. all the Diane Keaton movies yes. to show yes. up on the
2: IMDb game. Yeah. It's yeah. very, very odd. But this look. Things make sense here on the blankies. Always. i dealing with these big unruly voting bodies.
4: The, in, thing. the influence of, uh, of big studios Ugh. pushing
2: their product. We is, can't uh, be campaigned. We are immune. We cannot. Oh, By we the way, uh, thank you to Warner Brothers Home Entertainment for sending <laughs> me a swag box from the Matrix Resurrections. I appreciate all the limited edition items they gave me. Uh, but we can't be bought, can't be bought. here. Nope. Uh, also, the Shawshank Redemption box, but that wasn't in competition this year, obviously. But uh, what is sterling it, new wait, 4K like a restoration Tim Robbins for
4: best actor? Wait, what, what do you have written down here? Jesus.
2: Bob Gunn supporting. He's <laughs> a good performer. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> who's better in Shawshank,
2: Robbins or Freeman? Freeman,
4: it's still Freeman, but
3: like right, Robbins, is still, but
2: it's 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 certainly Robbins a should good have been nominated. I think it. it is. I it, it's probably Robin's best performance, right? Well, I'm well, a big fan Mystic of like River. Bull Durham. Or I'm too. I like like- kinda, No, I'm too. Yeah. That, I mean, my math is like, is it Bull Durham? Is it Shawshank? Or do you really zag and go like, it's high fidelity? You know, he's really good in,
3: he's very funny in High Fidelity, yeah. actually. Get your patchouli stink yeah. out of my store. I realize he doesn't even say that line, but yeah. when Carrie, uh, wait, sorry, when Cusack says, patchouli stink, I've yeah. never yeah.
2: forgotten that. Just, oh,
4: and it was in the uh, either the trailer or the TV spots, definitely, because yes. I remember that, that being,
2: sequence of them just uh, fantasizing the, the, about The fantasy yeah. is yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like his
3: performance in um, Jacob's Ladder,
2: which is a goofy oh, movie, sure. but yeah. he's so locked in. in that, yeah.
4: And I love the player.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, and also, I mean, good. when you talk about, like... Yeah, the no, Player's great. I Rick? just think... I, I think Shawshank, yeah. better performance, although I maybe like... It's a good performance. Player better it's better good. Better. I haven't yeah. seen the Shawshank Redemption in a long time. I mean, here's the thing for me. Mm-hmm. Shawshank Redemption, lasts 30 to 45 minutes, 10 best movies of all time. Yep. Like, I, the IMDb status, I totally agree with for the last 40 minutes. I like the entire movie. Yeah. The last 40 minutes are transcendent. Shawshank is one of those movies that benefited
4: in the popular... Yes, culture from being the IMDb number one movie right. and really suffered right.
1: among people like people got the really nerds. mad. People got
3: really like about anti- it being Shawshank. cheesy, yes. Yes. which it is. And like sure. also the fact that Darabont never made another like great movie until right. like I, you can argue for The Mist, but like right. but yeah. the Green Mile and the Majestic right. both stink. Like yeah. the Green Mile was such a big hit; it was, it was so well I mean, regarded yes. at the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's but it, but definitely there was he did yeah. not have the sort of like. Francis Ford Coppola esque no, career no, what, yeah. that had people been thought, promised right.
2: or whatever. Um, I just want to acknowledge. Can uh, you introduce our guest? I know you said. The I podcast. said reading Rain Joe. I oh, said, okay, okay, I said okay. Joe Reed. I'm sorry. Of I, I was just. Um, no, 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 no. I got I got the basic play setting out of the way, but I do want to say uh, for people who are enjoying this sort of side tangent to best Tim Robbins performances, talking about previous Oscar ceremonies, uh, things that have been annoying that we forgot on episode records in the past. Um, we have dropped four or five categories from this year's ceremony yes. in order to allow more time for these types of moments, which we find tend to go viral, right? We want these sort of must oh. moments for our blankies.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We want to cut
4: out the moments where the people are walking up to the stage because clearly that's been the problem.
1: Boring. Right? Listen at my watch, I'm right. turning
4: over the channel. Yeah. Walking? Get out of here. Take your
3: time, production design winner.
4: Yesterday, as we're recording this, they released yeah. the whatever top eight contenders for mm-hmm. the, the popular Twitter voted Oscar, and so many avenues of just embarrassing for the Academy. The,
3: the, the depth thing is just depressing. The depth is just straight up depressing. That like,
4: there are people out there power voting for Johnny Depp. Right. I also just, right. just don't just believe any, any of those exist. people have right. seen that movie. Exactly. No. Because, like, no. the, Snyder like Cinderella, army, right. the
2: Cinderella I, army, I'm I like, whatever. They, I think they genuinely like those movies well i don't think the depp army has rented minimum.
4: well and also like when you're
2: dealing we with really like, shouldn't talk too much about it. pop no, we're not
4: stands that's all like, we're gonna say pop stands should not be under it like Camilla cabello yeah. and whatever like that's a whole other thing but like the fact that the power of the dog is then the top eight like if the power of the dog wins and after all of this
2: rigmarole yeah
4: your best picture winner and your yes. popular oscar winner right. are the same yeah i
2: would that would be very funny. Laughter. But also, if it Power the Dog wins funny. and then Cinderella wins, then you're just like, what does this well, represent? Well, right. Here's my question. Why did they
3: throw this to Twitter?
4: Right. I was going to say, the dumbest possible check. way
3: to
5: do it. Yeah.
3: I, I said this to Alison Wilmore. I was talking with yeah. her this morning.
4: Yeah. Even
3: blank check finally yes. was like, maybe let's take the fan voting off <laughs> A bad podcast the run Oscars, by idiots. Right. And then the Oscars were like, let's do a popular award this year. Well, how do we decide popularity? I don't know. Hashtags on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Like, any idiot any put a poll on right, your site right of course these things are always gameable right but you
2: don't want just the twitter that's yes, your vox the yes, absolute
4: possible yes. the absolute worst possible yeah. vector for that yeah and, and but anyway. that
2: that is all the more evidence and that the for blankies like, this year and taking it that's yeah. fine also you know, like, like
4: fantastic yeah a yeah. best case scenario
2: um but yeah all the more evidence that the blankies now have more integrity than uh the yeah. academy awards uh, welcome, welcome to welcome. the most the <laughs> high integrity awards. Yes, yes. In film, uh, I mean the Globes.
3: They're done. Our, stick a fork in them. Our done. return
2: to the movies last year, obviously a weird ceremony. Oh, I listened a back to it year. the other day. Haunted. We were.
4: It was haunting. Is I
2: the was right so word depressed. Oh, you were boy. really you were going through it. You were really in a bad. Place I was. It for that fucked one. me up to because that was one of the it's last it had been a whole year. Imp- right. It was just like that sort of demarcation. I also thing. had a heart yep. out that day to go
4: to a cardiologist appointment. Like right. no one was feeling good. that Fuck. day. <laughs> yeah. It was, crazy. it was bad. It's yeah. so.
2: It was. It's so nice to be like to look at my list and be like, because I, I the movies right. early in the year I split it into like streaming versus sure. theatrical viewing in sure. terms of logging. And it's, it's nice to just see how many fucking movies I saw in theaters this year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and in a very surprising turn of events, going over my list, very few nominations for movies I watched uh, on streaming. Yeah, If right. any. Which you largely avoided, I would say.
3: I did. You, like, really try. I remember you, you would, the new Netflix movies, yes. you would try and go see them. In a and theater. I'll say a
2: couple of my blind spots for the year that are embarrassing are because I refuse to watch them on streaming and I have not gone around to seeing them in theaters. There are a couple, there are a couple big movies I missed that I, I, I feel a lot of shame about.
1: What are you going to do? But
2: I'm also about to go on a cruise ship with limited Wi-Fi, so I loaded them all onto my iPad and I'm going to watch all the movies I need to Good see call. when I'm on a boat. You'll be, will you be on a boat? I'll be on a boat. What? Uh, dressed as Watto. Watto on water. But you're wow. not going to be dressed as Watto the whole time, right? No, unfortunately, contractually. <laughs> you gotta, gotta hit the buffet If they ever spot
4: you out of costume, you get docked. Uh, they throw me off the boat. Yeah, they go, yeah. where's
2: your ticket? This ticket says Watto the Toydarian on <laughs> it. Nonsense, nonsense. Imagine this being your first episode. Where should we start? Um,
3: That's a good question. We usually start with a supporting mm-hmm. actor. I feel like much like uh, the Oscars themselves. You can pick if you want to do act. Last year, we started with supporting actress. I'll tell you that.
4: Well, then we should start with supporting actor. Hey, I love
3: it. Kind of like how, you know, the monarch's face Mm. on British currency, and this is going to be a real short tangent. (laughs) Faces in an opposite direction. By the way, editing just got cut out. Go on. Uh,
2: Wait, no, that, that, we want the like, tangent. But the, the Oscars gone. are
3: like, yeah, we can't do editing this year. And then I take the stage, and I'm like, so the monarch's face in <laughs> British currency always faces in the opposite direction from yes. the last monarch. Okay, but but so so George the I'm sorry George the faced in a certain direction. Okay, and then he died, and the throne passed to his son Edward the mm. But Edward the eighth was like, well, I don't like my face from that other side. Literally, was so vain. Was like, I want my part. So he was going to defy tradition and face in the same direction as his dad. Yeah. And of course, he almost immediately abdicated the throne because he wanted to marry a divorced woman. Right. And George VI took the throne. And so George VI had his face face in the same direction as his dad, as if pretending like, well, my, my, my brother's face was going to face the other way. Wow. Uh, so, and that's why that's... You know, he, he he was like, I'm going to maintain yeah. the tradition, even though there are like rare coins that were minted yeah. for Edward the 8th, that that's you can get your hands right. on where he's facing in the that's same wild. direction. And I'm so, just...
2: I'm confused. How would you know that? Oh, ah, ah, here we go. Ah, ah, the ah, red champagne. Okay. Okay.
1: Right, the
4: right. Lifetime Achievement Award for the bit. <laughs> um, Yeah. <laughs> so, but speaking of... Uh, uh, facing uh, one direction. So you know the whole thing about how Barbara Streisand has a has her good side. Of course yeah. she always right. wants to be seen on her good side when she was on the Rosie O'Donnell show and on yeah. Oprah they made them switch the set around yes. so that she would be facing the other yes. direction. So I'm watching one of those Oscars family albums mm. from uh, when they had gathered all these living Oscar winners on the yeah. stage at the Oscars and they'd Yes. Take 10 15 minutes just to like read names. It's My glorious. My favorite. Love it. Um and sure enough Barbara Streisand is faced Bully sideways as she's sitting there as they pan by her. I was just like, that is commitment to yeah. a personal style. Good yeah. for her. And I
5: Very like good for her. She has an underground mall. Yeah, she she does. does. We talked about she it absolutely on, does. and actually don't
3: even remember which episode. Christine,
5: uh, the movie about the killer car. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, yeah. might be one of our top committing to the bit well, people in the world. I mean, has an underground or mall. Oh, yes. Like always on, like, has the good side. I mean, I yeah. love it. This is incredible.
4: If, Streisand wins your uh, March Madness. Like, you Ooh. could talk about the mall to your heart's content. We
5: could talk we about We would them have them. to could do it. Talk about
4: about
2: we could do like a podcast, The Ride, Downtown yes. Disney Ordeal, where we do an episode for every store at the mall. Fantastic. I don't know about I don't know. I think we're going to do it. <laughs> All right. So
4: in the interest of bringing pageantry uh, to the Blankies, at it's a time needed. when pageantry is sorely lacking. It's got to go viral this year. Uh, we've talked, I'm sure we've talked about before, if not on mic, then certainly off, the two years that the Oscars did acting category presentations mm. where they brought out five, the first year it was five former winners in the category. Yes. The next year it was like five people with like a relationship to the yes. nominees to sort of- the,
3: the second time, did they have to be winners or were they just No, people? they didn't. Because no, right. yeah. the first time it was winners. Tucci pre- right.
4: uh, presented to Streep and-,
1: and right. like, Pfeiffer Pfeiffer presented to-, to yes. right, right, Yeah, right, Yes,
4: right. Um, but the first year, the 08 the Oscars was five Oscar winners Tangential at best relationships like Goldie Hawn is giving her ode to, to, to Raji P. Henson, but it's great. That's right. Yeah. The so, randomness, I think, was part of the appeal.
2: Kevin Klein, Alan Arkin, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. Robert Denny Jr. is the one I remember a lot. Right. And yeah. then the other two, oh, Joel Gray. Joel I sort of the best five person lineup yeah. in its weirdness. Yeah. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it was great.
4: So, in the interest of that, I sort of uh, delved back into Blanky's history and I procured. A five-person panel to present each award, made up of wow. former Blankies winners. Wow! Anyone had we had chosen okay. as our top of the year. So okay. for best supporting actor,
3: it has to be a Blankie winner
4: though. Has to be a Blankie winner. Only winners. Right. Uh,
2: Next year might be Friends of Winners.
4: Right. So picture the stage, the, the whatever, the scrim, a, the five, braves, sort five, of five banners, lifting five figures, playing the magnificent in shadow in theme. the back. Yes, yeah, exactly. Right.
0: Best
4: Supporting Actor. All right. So uh, emerging from the back of the stage, Mahershala Ali, oh, Willem yeah. Dafoe, oh. Alden Ehrenreich, Mark oh. Rylance, and Michael Shannon to I, present I mean, Best Supporting Actor.
2: An incredible crew, right? I, la, la, I'm happy to see Alden back. And I just right? remind people that Michael Shannon won four checks notes the night of. The night, of. <laughs> he the was. night before. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm he sorry. I'm sorry. He was your winner. Yeah. Yes. Um, I already forgot what that is called. Stand Behind That Win.
3: Mahershala won Best Supporting Actor for Moonlight for uh, me um, and You. Mm-hmm. Griffin. Yes. Griffin. And then Michael. Uh, sorry. Then um, your supporting actor was Alden Aaron. Alden Aaron. That Arnur. was a real yes. coin toss here between yeah. those two performances. Yeah. From, uh, yeah. And then who else have we got? I'm sorry. Defoe has won. Oh, Defoe.
4: Defoe. Has yeah. won twice. Because I gave him
2: Lighthouse and David gave, you gave him, him Florida. Lighthouse, David yeah. gave him Florida Project. Okay. Yeah. That's right.
4: And Rylance, of course. uh and uh, that Bridge of Spies, right? We love that Bridge of Spies. Yes, we, you know, I gave bridge.
3: him Bridge of Spies. Yeah, uh, yeah. I did. Smart. A good performance. Yes, yes. in my yeah. opinion. You know what I
2: like about that performance? How good it is. The acting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the secret weapon. Uh, he yeah. brings the
4: acting.
3: The acting's so good yeah. in his performance. So yeah. here we are, and of course I will. Uh, I'll, acknowledge, I'll be reading out the blankies. Oh yes. Oh yes. Voters right. results exactly. as well, but they um, right. they do a ten. Right supporting and 10 lead right, thing they, right. they do you know uh, they do categories categorizing.
2: Which, which we do just well we were imitating the oscars exactly. uh yeah.
3: in their infinite wisdom but it is yes. time for the best supporting actor we're going to talk about the cinema of 2021 yes okay. our now, oscar
2: nominees i just as well. want to say i don't have any qualifiers like uh i do usually in these years where i go like i, I just i want to say off at the bat right there is one guy who was really my number six who i cut and it was Really painful for me, and I cut him solely because I felt it was unlikely that he would not be picked by one, if not both. Okay, of you. well, we'll talk. And about I'm it. just crossing we'll my fingers and it. hoping I the, won't rue the day. I'm That's just, all I wanted to say. I'm
3: also going to read out the Oscar nominees. Okay, very good. Kieran Hines in Belfast, mm-hmm. Troy Kotzer in Coda, mm-hmm. who I think is probably going to win. Feels like it's Seems a lot, like it now. Now, a lot like of now. like it now. Yeah, Jesse Plemons in Power of the Dog, Cody Smith McPhee in Power of the Dog. And uh, um, I won't speak the last one aloud. It's J.K. Simmons being the Ricardo.
2: <laughs> I do love J.K. Simmons. It's just I a terrible do nomination. Do It falls into that Alan Arkin Argo yeah. category for me, where I'm like, if you're nominating that, you should have nominated literally every other performance he's what, given him. To me, it's also
3: kind of like the Michael Shannon like nominations, yeah. where I'm like, that's the one you the like from line. him. Like right.
4: that's the one that breaks. I will through say, from him? having wa- having watched at a guild screening. Mm-hmm. The people loved it. <laughs> like, well, I know it really yeah. every single. I know a certain is, type of voter yes. was very given, and I don't think it's a bad performance. No, I think he's. I mean, I like that movie, so but like, I'm like, uh, I think
2: he's better in Tomorrow War than he is he in might being be. the he Ricardos. Might be in tomorrow. I think not. he might be, but like, I, I, Patriots Day is a better supporting J.K. Simmons performance. Who have you chosen? Yeah, Who I have friends? chosen. <clears throat> I'm hoping I don't regret chopping the one guy off. I have chosen Bradley Cooper for the motion picture, Licorice Pizza. Sure. Yes. Benicio Del Toro for the motion picture, The French Dispatch.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Jeffrey Wright, The French Dispatch. Mm, very good performance. Yes. Anders Danielson Lai, The Worst Person in the World. I think it's Lee, but I'm not entirely sure. Well, I'm stupid, and thank you You're for not making stupid, me look You're not stupid, those Norwegian names can be a little tricky. And my fifth nominee... Jeremy Irons, House of Gucci. Your man. You've been back in that train the whole time. I've been back in that train for a long time.
4: Very good. Nice. Should I go? Please. All right. My five are Coleman Domingo for Zola. Okay. Thank you. He was my number seven. I'm glad he got it. You got you covered. Uh, Mike Feist for West Side Story. Mm -hmm. Simon Helberg for Annette. Great performance. Yeah. Anders Danielson Lee Mm -hmm. for for The Worst Person in the World. And I'm pivoting. Alex Wolf for Pig. Wow.
3: Alex Wolf for Pig is wow.
4: a good performance. He was Alex on my Wolf long list. Is... Who are you
2: cutting? Cody Smith McPhee. Who, like, oh, yeah. he's him. the Oscars. He cut. We had to cut I, him.
4: But I love him.
2: was oh, a good performance. So fantastic, but also, guy. I think the longer we've done this and the more people listen to the show, the more we're like, if the guy got an Oscar nomination, we don't have to sure, put him sure, in there. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, this who is Who is your guy? I don't think I have it. Let's see. Give me your five, David.
3: All right. My five are Andrew Anderson, Anderson Lee and the mm-hmm. worst person in the world. Mike Feist and West Side Story. So I share that. Those are my two. Ben Affleck in The Last Duel. Mm -hmm. Very good. Vincent Landon in Titan. Now, I know we've had a supporting lead combo Mm -hmm. about him, but Mm -hmm. I have him in supporting, obviously, because he shows up halfway into the movie. We might discuss this later. Right. Uh, 100%. And Richard Ayoade in The Souvenir Part 2.
2: Aha. Fuck.
3: I mean, I know you're sad about that, but it's
2: a good nomination for Uh, No. So there were two bubble guys. I cut. Yeah. Okay. One was Coleman Domingo. I'm mm-hmm. very happy he was represented. Mm-hmm. The other one is one that we've talked about a lot. I think we both were like, can we fucking put him on there? Wait, is it the same as me, I wonder? No, maybe not. Who, who is your cut?
4: Mine? So ever since I saw the movie, I'm like, well, Andrew Garfield's making my supporting actor for Spider-Man.
2: Because I think he's I so much it. better it's than a he great needs to be in that movie. I agree. I think he's wonderful in that.
4: But then like I feel like the culture has amply rewarded him for time. I mean, think he's doing so fine. And right. he's yeah. Doing fine. Yeah. yeah. And then my other one was Skylar Gisondo
2: for Licorice Pizza. An great
4: incredible pen. I mean briefly in that movie, but I'm it's like, maybe my favorite thing about I that.: I also movie. really like the
3: pen performance. I like almost every supporting performance yes. in that Agreed. movie. But I think you're talking about Lambert Wilson. No. No. Okay. 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 Uh, Because you mentioned him a
2: lot. I was predicting you were going to put Lambert Wilson on.
3: Ioade kind of took his spot. Sure. The kind of like, uh, you know, 10 minutes, you know, hits five three-pointers type performance. Yeah,
2: I think there is a a character actor so selfless, so consistent,
4: Mm -hmm.
2: uh, so strong that... K. K. Simmons... This is gonna be one of the jackass guys. That that I,
1: I no, think so easier.
2: often it's hard to like pick a performance that's specifically worth lauding for him because he just is part of the fucking ensemble. Hundred percent A Bill Camp type, right? right. Yeah. And this year you and I both talked about like fuck. It would be good if it was his year. And I was sort of mounting the argument and I cut him at the last fucking you cut? second. John Bernthal. <sighs> for King Richard.
3: Yeah. He was he was he would certainly be in my tent. Like he was a he was in the mix for me, he was King six. Richard. It's a great and performance.
2: And then I'm like, you you give him a bump on those who wish me dead. Like, I'm just like, you add in every time he's fucking been on screen. It'd give him a bump just right on right. strength. of. Yeah, He for,
5: deserves you know. at least best windbreaker, maybe. loot. You know I think saying?
1: that
3: is a really good performance that I'm, it's not like I'm surprised that it didn't get Oscar traction. Sure. Because it's been kind of a weird year. Yeah. yeah. And King Richard obviously ended up doing well with the Oscars, but like, I feel like they just sort of put their chips elsewhere.
4: Yeah. It's also, the Oscars very rarely do the um, sort of brief supporting performance that isn't highly emotional. It's not highly emotional. He's it's funny. showy because he's yes. funny
3: and he's doing an accent right. and he's got a
4: mustache, right. but it's not. But like if it's Beatrice it, Strait, it's like, it's a very, it's a very It's a very, it's a charged, charged it's a very emotional right. thing. He doesn't yeah. have an,
3: a nominal Oscar clip, but it is such a good performance. And like and true, true I was, supporting
2: work. And I'm also just feel like everybody likes that guy. Right. And he's he's yeah. he's in there at some but, point. But look, right? I do think he's probably going to have a JK Simmons moment. I think it's probably oh, going to well. be 10 years away. Yeah. But he's going to be one of those guys where suddenly the, he gets the broadband award and everyone's like, we should have given it to him six times already. I just have to have Mike Feist in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I have to have Affleck in there. No, I'm look, I'm not begrudging any of our to. picks. I no, just think tough. this was a tough category. I this think was this is my just, most yeah,
4: competitive category. Yeah, yeah, I just think this is one yeah. of those
2: things where it's like. This is this is Bernthal's problem. He's so selfless mm-hmm. that he always goes like, I'll step aside. They deserve it more. You know, in your mind, yeah, you're kind sort of of the like, character he's playing in that movie, right, too. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah.
3: Trying to think of some... Obviously, Cody, I think Plemons is terrific and Daug. Yep. daug.
2: Um,
3: you know, Cam Collins... Shout out Cam Collins, mm-hmm. past and future guest. Great Cam the show. Collins. Uh, had Ralph Innocent on his New York Film Critics Circle ballot for the yeah. Green Knight. I really loved that pick. Yeah. Uh, I'm just sort of looking at... I'm trying yeah. to think of other folks. I mean...
5: I'm sorry, who was that in that film? He's the Green Knight himself. He's the titular, the titular Green oh, Knight. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's a cool nomination. Yeah, that is um, a really yeah. cool nom.
3: You know, come on. Well, you know who was on my ballot for a while? Who? And I regret cutting him, but I kind of was like, Ed Harris in The Lost Daughter. I think it's such oh, a good performance. Sure.
2: Yeah. He has two killer scenes. Lost Daughter is yeah.
5: still one of my blind spots. Oh, you haven't seen it. You're yeah. going to love his yeah. hat. Yeah, He's I'm
3: sure I'm going to love it. He hat. dances at one point. Uh, Question,
5: David, is Ed Harris still very hot in that film? Yeah, of course he is. I him, he looks like sure.
3: like the mountain from New Hampshire, but he's yeah, he's hot. Yeah, my God. Um, that face yeah. just Craig or Crager guys Shout out anyone as well. I'm sort of thinking about sort of cutting. What? Yeah,
2: I mean, my next two were were Bernthal and Coleman. Yeah, uh, Domingo, who Domingo. I think are both mm-hmm. incredible performances. Coleman yeah. Domingo, another guy who I just think is pretty much always great. He
4: seems like he's one of those precipice people too. Yeah, where it feels like in the next few years he's probably going to get his first Oscar nomination yes. if things go Definitely. the way they should. Because like he's he's on the rise. Like respect for him is really I'm like really growing.
2: And he's six seasons of the fucking Walking he Dead. He was so spin-off. great
4: on Ma, in Ma Rainey he's last great, year. Man, and yeah. yeah, he
2: was very good. Morning. Um. Uh, 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 Alex Wolff was was in my 10 as well. I think I mean, that's an another one of those yeah. where
4: like I I mean that movie in general was not what I expected. It was going to be walking into that mm-hmm. movie and I think I was I liked it so much more because of that. But his character particularly you see him at first he's got the the car and he's got the the suit or whatever and it's just like I know this shithead. I know exactly yeah. what this guy's going to be and then he's not and and Wolff really carries that out. Uh, really well and also i wanted him on my list because of a little bit of trivia that we can get to uh, later on in the okay.
2: nomination. uh just looking through my list if i can just shout out a couple more quick yeah. ones that that i uh cut i think woody norman's like an incredible child performance i think it's a very good child performance that movie uh, that movie doesn't totally didn't work really for me. move me yeah uh, my but, child performance that
4: i had at the beginning of the year on my ballot that sort of got taken over is uh, is Jupe is Noah Jupe from Quiet
2: Place Part Two, who I think is He's a
4: good actor, phenomenal. Yeah. A good actor. Uh,
2: the the other thing I want to shout out, I mean, a movie that already just like doesn't exist, completely forgotten, and and not has not made much of an argument for uh, staying in anyone's mind, but two performances I think are phenomenal. Uh, uh, Ray Liotta. And Leslie love Odom Jr. both in many sense of new work. Sure. I think that movie really fails Odom no, 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 Jr. No, 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 I mean, yeah. it drops yeah. that Odom's character, character is entirely. Sort of a mess in that. I really do love
3: the Leota performance.
2: Yeah, I th- I think Odom's performance is kind of incredible. Yeah. And in a movie that yeah. actually supported him, yeah, he's he's doing real kind of like seventies Lumet character actor work. And then Leota's yeah, his scenes in that are just fucking dynamite.
4: My outlier is Helberg with a net, but I don't know if. He oh, was in that. He's on my long list. That's movie that, that was on my. That you. was on my ten. Yeah. He's a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. so good in that movie. Yeah.
3: I really like Alex Hassel in the tragedy of Macbeth, playing Ross. Is he a turtleneck guy. Yeah, the weird
4: glowery. I guy. Love he's loved who's
3: Sort of a non-character in Macbeth. Yep. He's just mm-hmm. present right. in a lot of scenes, and he plays him. Yes. like he's this like really intense, super turncoaty double agent. He's the one I walked away All from that, that his movie. Yeah.
4: He's the one I walked away from that movie being like, I'm so impressed by that guy.
3: Um, Who are some others that I'm forgetting? I'm worried I'm forgetting someone good. I mean, I really like Matt Damon in No Sudden Move. I mean, just sort of the classic Matt Damon thing of like, here he is for 10 minutes. (laughs) Uh, Being a jerk. Uh, Griff, are you thinking of anyone? I mean, we I do lo- shout out Lambert Wilson,
2: right? I in Matrix yeah.
3: Resurrections, a one-two punch.
2: I have I have a, a, a shout out. I want to do a new oh. type of award, and then I think we should talk about we, who we we'll did talk nominate about the nominees. for a I second. Mean,
3: Richard Jenkins in The Humans, yeah, mm. he's on a my long, really good long performance. List. One of yet. those weird kind of like mm. I get why this got no Oscar attention sure. because the movie just yeah was not really pitched at them. Yeah, but it's right up their alley. It's exactly yeah. what you want. And from Jenkins, him. Yeah. yeah,
2: the steadiest of
4: hands. Oh, you know who else is on my long list? Stanley Tucci and Worth, a movie that nobody
2: really watched when it dropped on Netflix, yeah, and they didn't that, really
4: yeah. publicize it. But I think he's quite good in that.
2: I, I struggle with that movie a little bit. I think he's quite good. In yeah. Uh, uh, this is a this is a new category I want to introduce. It's not a category. It's, it's sort of like a, a new kind of side honorific. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the Vin Diesel Award. And it's okay. not what you think it is. Okay? How did it
4: take you to the seventh blankies to introduce a Vin Diesel this is a,
2: It's going to be an interesting... I don't think this is what anyone's expecting it to be. All right. Okay? It's the award for the person I was most rooting for to give a nomination-worthy performance. Yeah. Dedicated to Vin Diesel and Billy Lynn's long halftime walk, where I'm yep. looking at the cast, and I'm going, fuck, this feels like that's the kind of character. You know, I prominence in the like story.
4: Nine months ahead of time, where I was like... Right. Vin Diesel is going to get nominated for Halftime Watch Watch.
2: watch Absolutely. Here's the one I was quietly pulling for all year. And I do think he's actually good in the movie. What it asks him to do is a little bit silly. uh, And I think the movie just fails in a way that that doesn't make it transcend. My Vin Diesel award for performance I most wish I wanted to nominate is Christopher Lloyd in The Tender Bar. Uh, Yeah, I mean, look. I, I wanted Christopher yet. Lloyd to have a fucking late career Oscar-worthy performance. Him getting cast in that movie was exciting. It's like you say, he's not bad in the movie not at bad. all, but it's just kind yeah. of a nothing part, right. a, And I sit there a watching, going, movie. Like, "Can I talk myself into this?" And that I would couldn't. be that mm-hmm. would be a bit of a I couldn't, scratch. I right. couldn't. But that's the Vin Diesel award, so that's that's a new tool we have in our arsenal. Yeah, performance you were hoping you liked enough to nominate. Yeah, let's talk about who we did nominate. Yeah, who'd you nominate? Bradley Cooper, uh, Licorice Pizza. I mean, you did the Skylar Gazondo nomination, but this is a thing I'm going to I'm going to stump for a little more this year. It's become a little more of a sticking point for me. Okay, let's make supporting performances real supporting performances again. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is where I sometimes get into this category, slipperiness of bumping people up to co-leads or whatever. Yeah. But I do think we've just gotten very used to second leads being supporting performances. Yes, I will say this. I think the Oscars did a fairly good job on this this year. I think this year was pretty good.
3: With with the exception of the Two Power of the Dog nominations. Now, Plemons is undoubtedly supporting. He drops out of that movie. Yes. Yes. Cody is not. That's a total stretch. But it's one of those things where you're like, you would never nominate him for lead. Exactly. Right. Right. Um, But they did an okay job on that. And, you know, Kotzer, Simmons, Hines, those are supporting. I imagine, despite it being. Then not
2: nominating Bradley Cooper is bananas. Well, he's right up there. Right, right. Right. You know, if if Tom Hanks is the president of Hollywood, Bradley Cooper's maybe the alderman at this point. He's a governor or a senator. They they have some weird chip on their shoulder about him. It's weird. But that's why. Like, we had this conversation. He's got tons of noms. He's got tons of noms. But that's why I'm saying, like, alderman like he is a i think he's in the cabinet he's he's somewhere he's been elected
3: no he's like carrie coon in the gilded age where they're like
2: you can come in here (laughs) but we don't like you it just felt like such a slam dunk and it is one of those things a a term i use the the thermostat performance where like yes an actor enters a movie and just completely changes the temperature of it and he is obviously not on screen for that long but there is this like 15 minute stretch that is haunted by his character. In which he pops in and out. He's so funny. and until you're like relieved of you're him, like until me. the movie does a crossfade, anytime he's not on screen, you're feeling the yes. energy. Well,
3: and then when you catch the little glimpse of him <sighs> walking down the street, right. asking the girl if she likes peanut butter sandwiches <laughs> at the end. What is it that he says? Is it does he say that you're from the streets or does he say you're a killer like me? I can't you know, you're, when you're he's from like, the streets. You're from the streets, right? right. Like the classic right. John Peters thing
2: of like right. we're, we're the same. We're from I mean the streets. That's the thing. Here, I'm just gonna front load. He's my winner, but because uh, I'm now talking about him too much, you hear all those John Peter stories that are so uh, bananas, right? And Kevin Smith doing his like 40 minute Superman Returns uh, monologue uh, or Superman Lives monologue and all that sort of shit. And it's one of those things where you go, this guy feels unplayable, right? How is there any way to actually depict the way people describe this guy? Right? This behavior seems unreasonable. Right. The way people explain him talking. Doesn't make sense. And that first scene when he fucking comes out of the house and he gets a movie star introduction where the camera's on him from behind. And you've fucking seen the trailer. So you know the whole movie is building up to this to some degree. What is Bradley Cooper doing in this movie? And then he just has like five minutes where he talks stream of consciousness to this kid and pivots subjects and shifts tones. I mean, like hair
3: speeding, painter. I'm speeding you up though because I'm realizing it's the same thing that happens every year. It's the happy birthday sign we do yes. on this where yeah. we spend yep. 30 Absolutely. minutes supporting SB. actor and then by yeah. actor we're like, yeah,
2: I don't know what Denzel Washington was
3: good. Uh, let's keep going. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
2: He's my winner. Uh, Benicio Del Toro and uh, Jeffrey, Del Toro Jeffrey Wright. Del Toro was a late cut for me. They give two of the best performances in any Wes Anderson movie. Jeffrey Wright ever. almost made mine. I want yeah. Wright I, is I, incredible in that movie. I need to rewatch, need to re-watch it because that
3: is the segment I resonated with the least. Although oh, I was really like Oh, that was my favorite. I was just exhausted. Sure. With that movie, Mm -hmm. by the third segment, but uh, he's so good, and he's someone who can be. I love Jeffrey Wright, but he can give you Jeffrey Wright out of the can, yeah, and that's not him, you know. But you know what I mean, like when Jeffrey Wright's in the Batman, even uh, coming, you know, like you're kind of like, this is
2: this is the Jeffrey Wright I asked for. It's not blowing my mind. It's really fun, Uh, you know. Andrew Danielson Lee, I'm not gonna talk about because you two guys will cover it. The last guy I just want to throw out a moment for is Jeffrey Jeremy Irons, who I think is the guy. guy. Right, because that movie is like. A study of different acting styles Very in much so, so many raids. right? Much so. And for me, at different levels of success, yeah, I think he's the one guy who is successfully able to bridge every different movie. Like, I think you watch the different scenes he has, and him against Pacino, him against Driver, him against Leto, yeah. him I against mean, Gaga. A really good scene. He's able to be on the same wavelength as whoever he's working with. Yeah, I think it's an incredibly tragic performance. It's like a perfect late Irons, who's just been on this kind of incredible resurgence the last five years. I really like that performance.
4: That's a movie that I sort of grew impatient with as I watched
2: it, and I came I out too, of it... but he's in... Like, the first hour one's got the a lot of The performance that
4: I ended up really liking the most was Leto, because he was doing what I ended up
2: feeling like I wanted
4: from the movie, which is True. absolute insanity. Like, I wanted everybody to just be... just... Off the chain. Irons
2: has just enough tongue in cheek for me where I feel like he's in on the joke, but isn't selling out the integrity of the thing. Sure, sure, sure. And I just feel like no one else is shouting at the performance. Yeah, okay. I seed the floor. Well, my winner is Mike Feist
4: because it's, it's, it shouldn't, almost shouldn't be that I walk out of West Side Story being like, you know who I love is that riff. And yet love he him. connects so well immediately immediately you're you're locked in with him Uh, stick with him throughout the whole thing by the time the end of that character i'm so emotional and he's just this insane talent that kind of comes out of nowhere obviously i had seen him in dear evan hansen had i uh tony nominated for that very good in that but he's not even in that very much like it was kind of surprising that he got that tone the one song it
3: was surprising it was because he was that good. Yes. Because, but it was one of those things where it was like, they're probably not going to fit him in, right? Well, I mean, and then you
4: know. when the trailer for West Side Story came out, and we all sort of chalked it up to the fact that they were trying to hide Ansel Elgort, because it was like, yeah. Mike Feist is kind of the star of the West Side Story like, trailer. Well,
3: you know what? He
2: pops all over this. And then you watch thing. the movie right. and
4: you're like, I get it. I get it now. I know why they did it, because he's just, he's he's really fantastic. He's also
2: the person that Ansel Elgort has best chemistry with in the entire, oh. all of an- Ansel's best. Well, they're,
3: they're, yes. their, their cool sequence where they dance yep, together. Yeah. is so incredible. It's amazing. Good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He's so good. He's, he's b- genuinely, you, you do feel threat from him, but he's also just
2: such a wounded yep. little boy. Yep. But also and just such yeah an odd energy. I mean, I feel like it's like how you described seeing him on dear Evan Hansen on stage of just like, this isn't how I would think right. you would play this. The- is the bully? Right. Huh. Like right. this, and, and
3: similar energy of like, where you're like, this kid seems haunted. Oh, right. Oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yet it's funny that his one musical number in Dare Evan Hansen is, um, you know, the, the song where he's dead, but right. Evan's writing in his voice that in the movie, is staged so horrifyingly that that's when people I think switch off. They're just like, "What is this suicide comedy thing?" Also, I mean, on talk stage about, it works better. Talk
4: about a great career decision you make. From I'm not
3: going to yeah, do yeah, this. Piecing out of that movie. The, yeah. yeah, this movie that's, that that, that, makes that movie has me...
4: like a total hunk in that role, which is and
3: th- it doesn't not, really work. Yeah, yeah. Nah, not the way. Have to you do seen it. Dear Evan Hansen? I have it's not. Gonna be another, I still haven't ballad. seen it. Big I I
4: I've been I almost now now that it didn't get nominated for anything, I was sort of wondering if it might get a song nomination. Now I'm saving it for when we do it. Oh, for our you podcast. Got yeah. Like I don't want to yeah. see it until we yeah. do it for yeah, our podcast. You got it. Yeah. Uh, who
3: else have you got? You're in winners feist. Who My else
4: winners has? feist. Uh, I mean Coleman Domingo and Zola. We talked about mm-hmm. uh, Helberg. I mentioned, okay. and then yeah, so but those
3: two scenes he's got. The, 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 circling, the monologue right. where it's circling around him and then like the big scene with Driver where Driver, yeah. like,
4: he's so good. He's so good. I didn't know he had it he's in so it. Comes good. out of nowhere. Right, yeah, exactly. We yeah. were all
2: laughing. Right, a, we were, a, what a weird a Simon
4: big. Yeah. Like, What's he doing to get above the title? And and I again, I walk away from the I, like, yeah. I love Driver in that movie too, but yeah, Helberg's uh, my best in show there. And then, uh, yeah, Anders is a
2: uh, handsome doctor man. Well, so let's let's sort of you, David, because then we can sort of Best supporting pull dick. all Anders. Yes. I'm sorry. Um let me get back to you on that. <laughs> are there other dicks that I'm forgetting? I understand? think there are. Okay. Well, you see, right. The I the mean
3: punctuation flaps up. of his flaccid penis, though, at the sure. end of a devastating moment for him. I think he's it's just best standing application there of a of a dick in, in a movie. Supporting dick. Great dick. Anders Danielson Lee, mm-hmm. who's a good actor, a, a very good actor. Mm-hmm who I've seen he he's on he's I've made he made my ballot for Oslo August 31st another Joachim Trier movie. He's also he the, this very you know internal upset Yeah, you know he's playing a guy who's near suicide like sure. you know. And he's the killer in 22 we don't July. We not talk about that. I really almost ha- hate that he took that role cuz he's a working doctor. Yeah. He talks in all these interviews about how it's so difficult to, you know, balance both yeah. careers. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's in that awful Paul Greengrass movie about the Norwegian shooting massacre. Yeah. As the shooter. Yeah. You only really see him in court scenes. Right. And it's like, yeah, they cast a really respected Norwegian actor here, but it's sort of like, what the fuck is this? Like, I forgot that movie, that movie existed.
5: Yeah.
2: I like
3: Paul Greengrass. I liked it yeah. better than like you
2: Paul liked Greengrass. it, but right.
4: I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, But he's mostly an actor. He's in Personal Shopper.
2: Uh, uh, He's in Bergman Island, obviously. He's
3: in Bergman Island this year, playing (laughs) a a similar sort of like boyfriend you, ex boyfriend you have regrets about. Yeah. uh, Although he's a sort of fantasy character in that movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, he's in all of Trier's movies, Mm -hmm. except for maybe Thelma and Louder Than But he's in the the Oslo movies and he's so good in
2: this. You had him too. We all did him. Yeah. The one we share. Yeah. I mean, look. He's good the whole movie and then the last chunk of it and mm-hmm. we don't need Spoil- to get into spoilers. we don't need to get into talk sure. but there's a monologue in which Use. one of the things he invokes is how much of his life he spent investing into objects and putting power into objects and feeling like he needed the power of those things surrounding him in his home that felt like a direct attack on me yes. was eviscerating <laughs> yeah and i saw it with someone who thought that i was sobbing uncontrollably and in reality, at the beginning of that monologue, my nose started bleeding profusely. <laughs> oh, no. Classic Griff. So I was trying to pull my nose, but also tearing up. Sure. I was, yeah. like, trying to, like... Because I could tell the movie was in its final stretch. Sure. But it was one of those things where I said, like, I cannot leave this theater. Yeah. So I'm, like, choked up and choked up on blood. Uh, and it was one of the main reasons I had to see the movie a second time, like, you told me right, right away. Sure. So I was like, I sure. need to give that real thought. And it, it's he, just... It's just a fucking knockout.
3: He plays her boyfriend in the movie, to be clear. Her sort of big boyfriend at the start of the movie who's older than her. He's a cartoonist. He's kind of cool. He's kind of Gen X-y. But he's also kind of like, look, I don't, you know, I'm doing my thing. Like, Well, and you're sort of like, is is he like
2: a real asshole? Am I going to realize the longer this movie goes on that he's like a big problem?
3: Right. But he's not. He's not. He's just, you know, a slightly over it kind of slightly sort of complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he has this great scene where he kind of like gets canceled yes. on like a radio oh show. Yeah. Yes. And when you're wa- and he plays it so perfectly, like yeah. where he's defending himself and like it's kind of just like out of step with the questions and out of step with well, like Well, and he'll this... like make a good point, but then he'll
2: use the wrong word. Exactly. And, and you'll you're watching like, you, you it, and just she, the main
3: character up. is watching yeah. it at the gym, and you feel the way she feels, which is just like I know what he means. And, right. Uh, he's. Yeah. Oh, he shouldn't have said. You know, like yeah, right. I know he's. And it's a very relatable, yep. well communicated moment. Incredible. Of, you know.
2: Yeah. He is my winner. Yeah. Okay. Also, just. Yeah. He was my number two winner, I think.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, who else did you have? Or, well, you had Alex Wolfe.
4: I had Alex Wolf, I mentioned. A lovely yeah. performance.
3: And yeah. just a lo- good actor. Really, Every, it takes really interesting roles. Funny. he
4: never gets mentioned when you talk about like the best actors no. of that sort of really age good. Range. In Hereditary, obviously. I mean, he's... he was he was my winner, I think, for Hereditary too. Uh, uh,
2: uh, yeah, and I nominated for yes, lead he was for Hereditary. You did. I I think it is funny how much like a decade ago everyone was like, "Now, well." Right, yeah. right. Wolf. That's the guy. He's a Spider-Man shortlist. He's doing a fucking John Green. Fault in Our Stars. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, Alex yeah. Wolf has just steadily worked with all these first-time directors. No, that's true. He picks very really odd roles. Projects. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right. I mean, he's, he's really like, good in
3: Bad Education. Patriots say He's incredible in. Yep, he is. I mean, it's
2: crazy casting. Crazy is,
4: casting. Yeah. But yes, he's even good in the Jumanji movie. You know what I mean? He it's is. like one of those. Things he's not like,
2: bad. Right? He is. Like, he's, yeah, he's become surprisingly reliable. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, wait,
3: Joe, who am I missing from your ballot? Or is uh, that everybody?
2: Domingo Feist, Helbert,
4: Danielson, Lai, and uh, 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 Wolf. Who and who's your winner? Scott McPhee, uh, Mike Feist. Yeah.
3: So I had, um, oh, on top of everyone discussed, Ben Affleck in the Last Duel. This kind of insane snub.
4: From he's the Oscars. having a time. It's one of those things where it's just he like... he has had a good time. He's like he's almost playing himself he's not playing himself but he's almost he's just playing
3: like, a version that we of him that we think exists like at least. fuck
2: boy ben affleck He's playing yeah, everything yeah, yeah. people yeah. find uncomfortable about yeah. ben affleck yeah. or at least perceived to be a problem with him. yeah
3: and yeah to me also it's like the the brilliance one of the many brilliant things about that movie is you know the uh, the the difficult decision that a lot of period movies sometimes will make of mm-hmm. like drop the accents who cares right yeah. talk how right. you like right and sometimes like in a valkyrie it mm-hmm. doesn't really work right you know, especially if it's like some of them are American and some are British. Like, right. actually, you know, like Alexander famously has really strange accent work. Yeah. This one is great because he's doesn't, the accent doesn't matter. It's all energy. It's all energy. You know, that guy comes in that first scene because he's yeah. really not in the first chunk of the movie, the Damon right. chunk. Mm-hmm. Right. But you just see that moment where he, like, Damon is kneeling to get knighted or whatever and Affleck's like, come closer or something. And you're like, ooh who's this guy? Like, you know.
2: Well, it's just so funny to think that that movie was designed to be Affleck and Damon playing the two
3: Affleck very wisely swerved away from the driver role It was like, well, this role's fun.
2: But it also, it changes the whole dynamic of the movie in such a fascinating way when it's not these two contemporaries, who right. we've watched in lockstep, right, right. famous
3: partnership,
2: right. right. It right. it becomes a weird generational gap between Driver right. and Damon, Which is way and Damon and Affleck are the two guys on the same era, but yet the alien uh, the, the alliance, alliance isn't between there. Between Affleck right. and
3: Driver's character, right. and the, the 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 pivotal scene of the last duel, of course, is when after you've seen his attack on her play yeah. out, and you're like, well, wait, he this is no different. He right. did attack her, right. And then he goes to Affleck and he's like, I mean, she said no, but like, obviously she said no. She has to say no. And Affleck's just like, yeah, I understand. Like, and you're just like, oh, they're just playing up the villain, the banal villainy of this. Not like doing a Rashomon he shed she That's for everyone who
2: sort of had their knives out at the idea of this movie and the gall of these people to make this movie. it It was a... you know, it was a gamble. It was a big-ass gamble. Yeah. That is the kind of moment where you go like, oh, shit, this movie is about the difference of how bad it was right. versus... Right, Is right. anyone innocent or guilty? It's right. like, that's not in question. And that Affleck scene where he just comes in with this modern energy and essentially plays, like, a fucking crisis management PR person for, like, right. a TikTok star. Yeah. Who's just, like, just deny and never talk about this. In the there's the,
3: and the other scene also, when he's like, goes to driving, driver and he's like you know i'm rich but i can't do math it's right. so annoying Can you just yeah. like look at all of this and figure out how i can make more money and driver's like well yeah you're it's some easy stuff to be done he's right. like yeah, i know i just don't want to you know like he's so good at that he's weird so casualness yes. uh, yeah he's really good yeah um richard aiwati in the souvenir part two is just a wrecking ball performance like every second he's on screen you're like i my hair is on fire this guy is so funny and scary and sarcastic. I don't want him to look at me. Yeah. He's going to be mean to me. Like, you know, he's
2: so powerful. Obviously I, he's really funny in the souvenir part one. It's one scene, basically Possibly my most embarrassing blind spot of the year, considering oh, you that seen it. It, that first one was one of my top movies. Well, of that it's year. not embarrassing because it, it was got such a released, weird release right. and I kept on missing it and it would disappear and then come back for two days the and, first one yeah. was on one
4: of my blind spots and so I haven't seen the second one cuz I still haven't seen the first one and i yeah. like one of these weekends I'm just going to watch the both of them and I just need to
2: make time to do yeah, it. Yeah, see I but, loved the first one. I feel like he gave a bunch of nominations and I just incredible. kept on fucking up getting you to should, see the part 2.
3: Vincent Landon in Titan, we can talk about more later it sounds like. Yep. So we'll do that then. I'll just, I I say I did just see him in Claire Denis' new movie mm-hmm. and once again just that leathery face of his the <laughs> second it's on screen I'm like god. <laughs>
0: Turn to the seventh annual Blank Check Awards after a word from our sponsors. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Best Supporting Actress.
4: All right. So emerging from the stage to uh, present Best Supporting Actress, we have Candace Bergen, of course, yes. Elizabeth Debicki, Lily Gladstone, Jennifer Lopez, and Laurie Metcalf. Now that's a cool group of people. That's a that real a cool, cool group. group of people. I very, chose that one very particularly. Yeah. I'm very
3: excited that Liz- Lily Gladstone is in the Scorsese movie. I hope you she too. has a lot to do. I think yeah. she has a fairly think major so. role. I, think she's I read the, female the book. Lead? Yeah, yeah. Um, because God, what that was? That must have been our first year, right? Yeah. No, right? certain winner was
4: sixteen, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, you're
3: right. Okay. It's second. But but I mean, she was my winner that year. Yeah. What a performance. I think we all had her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. She was fantastic.
3: Love. Uh her. who else we got? We got Lori, Ladybird. Lori and
4: Ladybird. Uh I think Jennifer Lopez and Hustlers was mine. I think both of you picked her and I picked Pew. I think mm-hmm. it was yep. two Lopez and a Pew. There we go. You are there correct. we go. Yeah. And you
3: called Pew Candice LeBron Bergen. Right, and then of course, in the next year, <laughs> Candace, LeBron James, Bergen, won on your right. ballot for right. let them yeah. all talk. She was on all of ours. Right, right. you of... had her for mank. I had her specifically for nerds. Oh, <laughs> right, right, <Yes. laughs>
4: exclusively for nerds. Yeah.
3: Uh. Anyway. Yeah, here they all are. It's a good
4: group. It's a real good group. Best right.
3: supporting actress. The Oscar. No- oh wait. Oh, I'll do yeah. the blankies. Yeah. Remind me though. Right? Yes. Don't yeah. Oh, I'll do them now actually. But but the Oscar nominees this year. Mm-hmm. How do they do? He, you know, right, they did well, but they had the weird snub. Right. Yeah. Jesse Buckley and Lost Daughter, great nomination. Mm-hmm. Ariana DeBose and West Side Story. Great nomination. Judy Dench in Belfast. <laughs> Kirsten Dunst and Power of the Dog, and Anjanou Ellis and King Richard. So who was the obvious snub here? I'm now I'm forgetting. Ruth Nega.
4: Well, Katrina Balf was wide. And Katrina protected. Ball. Those Maybe. were the
3: two. Wait, wait, Ruth Nega. Yeah, yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. But it was like the Dench thing even I can forgive.
4: It's, i mean it's the oscars and judy dench what are you gonna do like i'm not they do love judy anything. dench Look,
2: they love judy dench i'm not what yeah. was odd was four months out i was like that's inevitable oh, I and then she that was a
4: year ahead of time but
2: then she was yeah. snubbed in every fucking thing and i was like weird i guess she has no traction the oscars were like, yeah. don't you worry <laughs>
3: right, <we laughs> don't got you worry it. grandma we're paying yeah. attention someone has pointed out the age gap between her and kieran hines is bananas <laughs> yeah. and it's yes. not addressed in the movie she <laughs> <Right>. is basically <laughs> 30, 20 years older 20. than him wow
2: yeah uh anyway Yeah, because I mean, Kieran Hines is like a Liam Neeson contemporary. He's like in his sixties, right? Like, yeah, okay, okay, all right. Uh, Best
3: supporting actress. Oh, uh, let me do the blankies, please. Uh, Supporting performance winners uh, list now. Yeah, Ariana DeBose is their winner, Mm. number one. All right, then Mike Feist, Mm. Ben Affleck is number two, number three. Cody Smith McPhee, Jeffrey Wright, Her French Dispatch, Kirsten Dunst, Bradley Cooper, Vincent Landon Catherine Hunter for The Tragedy Macbeth. Sure. Okay. And Rebecca Ferguson for Dune, which is a really good performance. Yes, it was a good agree. performance. Yeah.
2: Okay. My five. Yes. Okay. I'll just say right off the bat. Please. Ruth Naga passing. Her getting snubbed, I was like, I mean, Very I think she was snub. pretty much always on my five. But sure. once she got snubbed, I was like, I have to fucking put her in here. But that just felt like such a slam dunk. I'll say this was the category maybe where I had the hardest, I had the most contenders. I had a ton of four out of five type things where I'm like, I really like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Ag- agreed, uh, agreed. Th- There were less like locks for me and a lot of people who were sort of circling. Yeah. Uh, Ruth Naga passing. Riley Keough, Zola. Wow. Thomason McKenzie, old. She's really good. Oh, that's a interesting. Did she get thick. old in that movie? Very. Yeah. Um, or I guess somewhat. We can all hope to one day turn into Embeth Davids. M. Davids yeah. yes. <laughs> yes, right. The exact age. Uh Lea Seydoux for the French dispatch. Mm-hmm. And Harriet Sansom <laughs> Harris for Liquor. I mean, and whatever. Pizza. We're probably all nominating her. How could you not? <laughs> How could you not? <laughs> She's fantastic. You thought you were gonna look really A fucking No, I didn't. <laughs>
3: I I was 50-50 that you were gonna have her too. Yeah. I just wasn't sure. Yeah, okay, that's good.
4: All right. Okay. My five are Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. Yep. Dagmara Deminchik for The Lost Daughter. Hello. Oh. Polly Draper She's from Queens. for Shiva Baby. Wait, who from Trevor Baby? Polly Draper. Interesting. Which makes our very first mother-son Interesting. co-nominees in a blankie's year. That was a little bit Alex of history. And mother, to make. Alex mother. Alex mother. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kirsten Dunst in The Power of the Dog and Mia Wasikowska in Bergman Island. Oh, yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, so this is the first time a co-creator of the Naked Brothers Band yes. has been
2: <laughs> nominated at the blankie's. And the second time a member of the Naked Brothers <laughs> That's <right>. Band. Third. <laughs> Well, Wolf got a number before. Yeah.
3: yeah. Two for All Wolf. Right. One for My your nominees colleague. Harriet Sampson Harris in Licorice Pizza, Ruth Negga in Passing, Catherine Hunter in The Tragedy of Macbeth, mm-hmm. Mia Wasikowska in Bergman Island, and Jesse Buckley in The Lost Daughter. I feel like we got a lot of overlap
2: Yeah, yeah. here. So, so Ferguson is the only nominee who's not
3: on by any the list now. Yeah. yeah. And Ferguson was actually a late cut for me. Sure. That's a great performance.
2: Yeah, I mean, late cuts for me, DeBose and uh, Dunst I cut because they got the Oscar nominations and same, I felt like they needed my...
3: But I like both those performances yeah,
2: a lot. Same, Catherine Hunter was a serious consideration for me.
3: Yeah, I really love Toko Miura in Drive My Car. She was a late cut for me. Yep. She's the one who, spoiler alert...
4: Drives the car. Mm. She drives
3: the. Uh, like I should the admit
2: car. right here, my single biggest embarrassing. You have my yet. car, right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, had very close. You are afraid of driving cars. It, it, that's why I'm a little too terrified. The ultimate experience in grueling terror: drive my car. Yes. Someone saying that to me is my nightmare. Yeah, Griffin, drive my car. <laughs> yeah, that is uh same. I've yeah. had, in fact,
4: I've had stress nightmares where I find myself driving a car and same. realizing that I don't know how to drive a car. Same, and that's uh that's always a good one to wake up from. Yeah. Um. New Ellis comes close for me. Again, Oscar nominee, but love her. Uh, I picked Dagmara Diminchik for Lost Daughter, but Dakota Johnson was very close, too. She's I very good. really loved
3: her.
2: I'm a Jesse Buckley super stan, but those are all good performances. Understandable. Uh, just before I forget, because you just triggered the memory, Snaya Sidney I had on for a long time. You did? I, you she's kept telling me she was so, going to so be on so She's in incredibly movie. good yep. in um, that movie. Yes, and I, Gabby Hoffman in Come On, Come On as well is just kind of some of the best phone only acting I've ever seen. Yeah. Considering I, how rarely she has to act with another person on camera in that movie. Yeah. I, I it's nice that he, um
3: plays Venus Williams in that movie. To yeah. Be yes. Um I really like Anjanew Ellis in that movie too. It's a classic Oscar nomination sure, that's my performance. Th- uh, sure. But she does what she's
2: supposed I to do. I love Anjou Ellis. Well. I've yeah. loved her since great, Undercover yes. Brother. I think she's always fucking good. She's great in Beale Street. I was kind of hoping that King Richard would win the
4: SAG ensemble because mm. I genuinely Bernthal think Bernthal and the
2: kids and everything well
4: yeah. I think Will Smith is the weak link of that cast I, he's the only one who I don't really love his performance in that movie
2: I really like it yeah I and was. everybody Tony else Goldwin. I think is
4: really bringing
2: it Tony fucking Goldwyn yeah Goldwyn's great Goldwyn's that's a really good yeah. scene early on yeah I like that movie it made me cry yeah like I like that times. movie yeah yeah, um, got me really choked up but yeah no Sinai Sidney I think is great and I don't hold this against uh, Angelina Ellis, but it's just such a supporting actress yeah, 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 performance sure, sure. as designed yeah, that classic. I think this nice Sydney performance popped a little more for me because it was more unexpected. Yeah. Keep, keep your snubs going. Yeah, though, though. Oh, you're, no, yeah. you're cut. Sorry. No uh,
4: yeah. Rita Moreno for uh, West Side Story mm. because <laughs> it, her, the performance itself is fantastic, but it and is? I've mentioned this before. The moment as I'm watching the movie when I realize that they're giving her somewhere, somewhere yeah. I wept out loud it was just like it was, really like, it was it I really like her tier. scene where she yeah.
3: teaches in Spanish though too like she has yeah. a lot of good She's got a real, material for, a, and you guys for, uh, mentioned it when you for, talked about yeah. West Side
4: Story that like the expectation was this is going to be a cameo right? Yeah. and she ends up being like a really uh, integral part of that movie uh, lateral from that Olga Meredes it is, yeah. Meredes yeah
3: in, in the Heights that final really, number is unbelievable really another one I know that movie just didn't do well yeah. uh, or well enough and like came out in the summer or whatever but I was kind of like there's a world where you can really run a campaign for her and there's no mention of her. I know it was just gone. The fact
4: that they, they they tried to bury all memory of in the Heights is going to stick in my craw for a while because the fact that it didn't make money at the time that it was released was held against it in a way that I thought was
3: cruel actually a little bit i agree like, and also like it made 30 million bucks which is like you know in the end of the day like whatever get right. over it like, it right. is one of those things i mean david it was you kind know, of the west side story thing where people are like yeah i yeah. don't get why this didn't save cinema right Who's that's the up? thing like, like, right. I think,
2: right. the right. difference is that west side story had the benefit of being at the end of the year but i think right. both of those movies have the anger towards them of why didn't you fix things right why were, were people to be, dancing in the eye? here's what i will non
4: franchise adult When I saw that movie at the IMAX in Lincoln Square for two hours, that did save all of it for me. You know what I mean? Like, while I was in that movie, while I was in that moment, it was everything that I wanted it to be. And the fact that, yeah, like, we weren't there yet. as You know what I mean? We're still... It was
2: crawling our way out from under the rock. I, can say and, I think I can say this comfortably. Uh, 2021 weird year. Yeah. Weird year. A little either. bit of a weird year. We're yeah, yeah, yeah. better than 2022, but uh, weird. I would also throw out
4: Olga. Myra Which is Fantastic. Daphne Rubin Vega and in, in the Heights is mm. rad. Yes, and she is. Awesome. She's really funny. And one of those was just like, Oh, right. You're incredibly talented and you have been for quite a while. And, uh, and what a great uh, number that she has. Also, I will throw out my M. P for the humans turned out to be Amy Schumer in a way I've, that I was she's, very she's, she surprised She was a late by. cut for me. Wow. She's so great in that incredible
3: mm. performance. Worth checking out that movie. Um, yeah, some of my cuts that I'm uh, Tilda Swinton in Souvenir Part Two was a late cut for mm-hmm. me, as she was for Part One. I and think that performance is French devastating as well. She is really funny. In really French funny. Dispatch. Dispatch. The part where she puts up her uh the naked picture of herself. Yes. And she's yes. like oh <laughs> that, uh, she yeah. Is very underrated as a comic actress. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, so she is great, and we love her. I'm trying to think if there. Oh well, uh, Jennifer Ely and Saint Maude... She was on my very was a late long cut list. for yep. me. Mm. Yep. that is a really good movie. That is a really good performance. Blind it's up. it's and her I love doing what she's supposed to do, yeah. sure. but yeah. it's really good. Um, I feel like there's. I mean, <laughs> leave me alone. I really like Sally Hawkins and Spencer. I I think I that's agree. a lovely, warm yeah. performance in a good movie.
2: I don't um, love that movie. In a, if I loved that movie, she would have made my five. I think that's incredible work from her.
3: I feel like there's one. I mean, you know, Ruth Nega, she was on my list. I'm sort of,
2: yeah,
3: I guess, I mean, yeah, I guess that's it. I yeah. mean, you know, Judi Dench was so good in Belfast. She's so good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: yeah, I guess those are the main ones. Uh, really let's, I mean, I let's talk through yeah. our, our people that we put on there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Thomas and Mackenzie, this was obviously a year of a lot of her.
3: Yeah, she's the new Rooney Mara. She's like a big bird. Right. She is.
2: And yep. I, I yeah. you know... Not, not offense. No offense. No, I no, like also, Rooney Mara. Also, very tall baby, right? That's well, the, yeah. It's that whole thing. It the, was, the voice and the... Right. You know, Marie, right. Marie does an incredible impression of her. Like, a, just a devastating impression of her. Yeah. yeah. I think old is, like, the greatest possible application of 100%. 100%. Really so like her. 100%. She's so uniquely suited to playing that exact thing. And I had seen I her love in her things, obviously, Leave No Trace
4: and whatnot, and yet... And Old is very particular, and yet it was in Last Night in Soho when I'm watching it, and I'm just like, oh, that's just how you talk. Right. Last right. Just Night in like, Soho
3: is where you're kind of like, wait, can you just chill out a little bit? That's
2: a right. thing. Like, I don't think she's right. bad in Last and Night in Soho, not. but and she's sounds fragile for that it. Movie. Right. It makes yeah. it yeah. too... Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, But yeah, like yeah. Old, I just... Look, part of it is just incredible casting. Yes. But when you have her walking on the beach, yeah. like, feeling it so you afraid real. by her own body... Yeah, because it's getting old. Yes. Yeah. I you just actually buy from her more, than, and once again, Alex Wolf very good in that movie. Yeah. Right. Like everyone else, very good in that movie, but she's the one person where I actually think you buy. This is a six-year-old in the body of a teenager, and it's terrifying. Well, and while we're talking about old, we should probably
4: give some sort of props to Abby Lee for breaking all the bones in her body she did. for that role. most committed performance. Like that's a re- that's some yeah. commitment right yeah. there. Most bones yeah. broken. I also just
2: I had to I had to doff the cap to old somewhere. Absolutely. a um, Good movie. Got. Uh, Ruth Nega is kind of just like immaculate work and such an incredibly talented actor who yeah. is
3: still, you know, it, basically any time she pops up, you're like, this is 100% better than anyone else could have. Right. I
2: and mean, look, that's like, that's a rich character as written. That's a slam dunk on the page. But every single moment, every pause, you read every thought that she has and go, what the fuck is this woman doing she is so sort of like inscrutable in this odd way. Yeah. As this character is shifting between modes, Such a and zones. Fuck up to not nominate her first. Weird. An Oscar. And and I just felt like that seemed like locked. Um, as much I, as the yeah, movie maybe Because
3: Netflix was sort of wishy-washy about passing. Yeah. And passing was way the down. Movie's the movie's very mannered yeah. and sort of specific. But and she's you know. just like
2: yeah. she's great. Yeah. Fucking perfect in that uh, oh, Leia do, okay. An actress who runs very, very hot and cold for me because mm-hmm. I think she has to be used very specifically. Mm-hmm. And I think No Time to Die is an example of like her being used almost catastrophically. I think she's really good. At I know that, you though. do. I think it's I know a wonderful performance. I Carry think on. that was a bad casting choice mm-hmm. in
4: Spectre. I think it's just an odd story choice to, mid, to be like, choice. at this point now that, and then Bond has this sort of thing where like right now. This is the most important woman who has ever existed in this universe. And it's because you are looking at her right now. And
2: yes, this is part of my take is that I think if they were ever going to pull that off, they needed to do so by casting someone who was as opposite from the conventions of a Bond girl as possible. Sure. And Leia Sadu does feel like she fits into a Bond movie. She has that weird steely icy we, we can't litigate no we're not <laughs> my point it's is but you love her in the the, uh, the um, french, french dispatch, dispatch i think is weaponizing everything that makes her for me a bad fit in the bond universe where yeah. it is like here's this woman who seems terrifying mannered artificially sort of closed off and
1: cruel sure
2: and just constantly gives you these little peaks of her her emotions underneath um it's just such a funny performance yeah but there's like real emotionality behind it. Uh, yeah, I think she's great in that. Who else you got, Griff? Uh, Harry uh, uh, Sansom Harris. We can talk about when we get to okay. yours. And then my other one was Riley Keough and Zola, who's I I mentioned this on my podcast the other day. That's
4: a risky performance. Yes, that I think she that I think she pulls off with aplomb. But
2: yeah. that is could have gone pretty wrong correct yeah i so she gets points for me from that yeah but i also just think she's an actor who kind of gets better I every love her. year I, I mean she keeps I on making interesting choices working with interesting directors yeah she went from being someone who i was just like what is elvis's granddaughter right put her in fucking movies right and there'd be all this hype around her and she'd show up for two scenes and you'd be like what is this you know yeah. magic mike a thing where she's like not bad but has two lines and you're like what are we doing yeah. here and then has just sort of like gotten better and better and better and better. And I think she's just got so much I fucking think she's a great act. chaotic energy in that movie. You guys,
4: let's all go watch Logan Lucky. Just great
3: movie. Take a I break. watch,
2: we'll watch it, some Logan Mucky. I watched shit it regularly. The good movie. I watch it like Master twice a Pierce. year. Yeah. Who else you got?
1: Those are my five. We're gonna talk
2: about oh. Harriet Sansom Harris when we Well, talk? let me yeah. let me pick
3: up Harriet right now. Let's do it pick up Harriet. I got it right here. Yeah. In a movie that is all sort of these contained, <laughs> fascinating scenes. With performers swinging in. Yeah. She is the MVP of supporting performers in yes. that movie. Yeah, That scene is bananas. I love Harriet Simpson Harris. We all know her from Frasier, right? Oh, she yeah. Was BB.
2: BB on Frasier. We yeah. all know her from Phantom Thread. A, a performance, wonderful performance. I regret not having the courage to nominate that year because I was like, hey, is it too small of a performance? Which made me go, this year, even smaller performance. I have to fucking nominate her.
4: She was always forever just that person who would show up on a TV show in a guest role and you're just be like, we're in good hands for this episode. Mm.
2: It has all
3: the energy of the Cooper performance where you're like, I don't know what the next word out of this person's yeah. mouth is going to be. And they're talking quickly. Like, And, and she yeah. says yeah. Every- no
2: six times in a row and everyone <laughs> is so radically different. But I just saw someone tweet. I'm sorry. I'm not giving the credit here. I, I feel like it was another actor. I right, follow. right, right.
3: Donald J. Trump Jr. Uh, yes. My
2: favorite actor. Yeah. Uh, it was some character actor I follow sure. was saying just like, that performance is so fascinating because every single choice she is making is so specific and yet you cannot figure out what it is. Yeah. It is so clear that she knows exactly what yes. is going on in this right. woman's mind, her history, her life, who she's talking to, what they're asking Audience her, why she's answering that way.
3: Other characters don't. Right.
2: Yeah. You cannot fucking figure it
4: out.
3: It's an incredible scene. It's such a funny scene. Do
4: you remember her X-Files episode? Yes. Eve, yes, that the band Eve Six takes their name from. Yes, well,
3: yeah, she rules in there. She's great. She's always good. Yeah, she is always
4: good. Yes. She's, always good. she's always. good. I feel she like
3: is. there's another thing I'm thinking of with her that I'm forgetting now. What is it?
4: Well, Adam's family values. Oh, yes,
3: she's so funny
4: in that. Yeah, her and uh, who was? Is, is it Sam McMurray? Yes, is her husband in that? They're it both, is right. They're, yes, They're they yes, har- yes. Sam Harmony McMurray, from they're, they're Mercedes uh, McMab, their parents.
3: McNabs. Parents. What a cool yeah. couple yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Who else on your? I, phone? I just the, oh, sorry. The, right. It's it's the the, the Wednesday Adams is like you know she's at that age where she can only think of one thing, she,
5: boys, <laughs> and
3: she goes homicide. homicide yeah, it's great. Anyway, yeah. All right. So I also had Ruth Negga. Mm. I had New York Film Critics Circle winner Catherine Hunter. One of those performances that only one person could have given, yep, and it's right. her. Yeah, as the witches. In a way
2: where you're almost like, who played this? Who has been playing this part for <laughs> centuries? Right, right, right,
3: right. Who else dared? Right. right. Uh, and like when you you know just an actress obviously she's best known as a stage actress she's this incredibly physical performer she'd be like who's been in lots of movies she's in harry potter i've seen her before and it really feels like the cohen's like summoned a witch yep. who is she in harry potter she is mrs fig who defends harry from the dementors his next door neighbor oh, who's been like a secret right, agent the whole time right. she's really good she's yeah. a whole long scene uh, in the courtroom where she in you know, Azkaban in Prisoner No, in of a, in the God.": Oh, uh, in the courtroom where Harry's no. Being in the, but in the
4: movie in, in Prisoner yeah. of Azkaban. Yeah, uh, yeah,
3: yeah. No, it's in Um Order of the Phoenix. Oh, okay. Order of the Phoenix. All right. Um. Anyway, uh, she's really good. Uh, really great performance. I'm glad it got attention. Jesse Buckley is just kind of almost at that stage where I'm like, she's probably on my ballot every year.
2: I mean, I nominated what, back-to-back for Wild Rose and... I'm
3: thinking of anything. things. Uh, were those sure. back-to-back
2: years? I yes. have no sense of time anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and the I work. did nominate her because I haven't you watched haven't that fucking some... movie yet, and I'm guessing I probably would if I watched
3: it. It's an incredible performance. Do you like Jesse Buckley and the Lost Daughter? you know not a Lost Daughter fan? I'm not a Jesse Buckley person.
2: I know. Disgusting.
3: Well, I'll move on to someone we agree on. Yes. Mia Wasikowska, my yes. winner mm, for her so performance good. in Bergman Island. Yes. Which she plays an emo fictional character in an emo movie who falls in love with Anderson? She's Lee. so wonderful. A
1: performance
2: that. I love. I don't love that movie. No, I, think, I don't love you. Uh, <laughs> and that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. You know that's not true. Um, uh, she probably still even so made my pen. If I, I liked l- that movie, she would have been a slam dunk.
3: I love, I really like the movie.
4: That yeah. winner takes it all scene is just a gorgeous piece of filmmaking.
3: It really is. I really like Mia Wasikowska. I've got yes. no beef with her. Yeah. But I do think I had, I don't want to be rude, but like, I just sort of gotten like, I was like, I know what she does. Sure. What I, you know, I gotten maybe just kind of used to her, like, you know, like I know what she's going to give me. And she hasn't been in a lot of stuff recently. Obviously, you know, there were a few years where you were getting a lot of her, you know, well, Alice, we Crimson P. She, yeah. she
4: and Saoirse were in a, in a death match for a while. You know, right, In terms the, the, of just like that particular type of Drop role. them from
3: the ceiling, they'll crack, kind of. You know, <laughs> right. Particular doll of yeah. And yeah. like, I just, I was so moved by her work in that movie. Joe, Yeah, I'm passing the torch
4: to
2: you. What else do I got? So, yeah. Who's um, your winner, by the way, Griff? I think my winner is Ruth Naga. That's a good winner, yeah. in my opinion.
4: My winner is uh is Polly Draper, uh, Naked Brothers Band. Your uh, winner, winner is herself. Polly
3: Draper. Oh, in Shiva baby, I have seen Shiva she's baby.
4: Astoundingly she's funny good in that in the movie. movie. Every single thing she says in that movie makes me laugh. I think she just comes to play. She's throwing heat the whole time. It's from the second I saw that movie, I couldn't shut up about her. I thought she was just like and again, it's a type, right? The hypercritical mother. Everything is passive aggressive and whatever, but just like She's a sniper in that movie and she's just like picking off people left and right. It's a really fantastic. Joe win. And she and Melamed make such a great sort of like uh, pair together. I love that movie. I thought that movie was so fantastic. Who else do I got? Dagmara Dominic. I mean, Lost Daughters kind of, I, I say I'm not a Jesse Buckley person, but like she's great in that movie, but like. Jagmara Domenchik, to me, is I another think one. I you just
3: like that you can yeah. say her name. Have you also
4: ease. nominated
2: her before? Am I misremembering? Well,
4: before, uh, pre-Blankies, she had been on my ballot for a movie called Higher Ground that she okay. did that Vera right. Farmiga directed, where yeah. she plays Vera's like best friend. And of course, she, most people now know her as, uh, what's her character in Succession's name? Uh, 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 Carolina. Carolina, sure. the uh, sure one, whatever, one of the flunkies.
3: having the quiet affair with the uh,
4: no no no, no. Carolina no, no, is the no. one who uh, you think at the beginning of the last season is has defected to uh, yeah Kendall's yeah, right, side right, right, and then yes. she gets, gets out of the car and is just like peace out
2: oh is it I mean this was a pre blankies year but was yeah. it immigrant as well where you had her on your ballot no no okay no She's okay. Good I just know you love her I do
4: love her yeah. also uh, married to Patrick Wilson nice work if you can get it hot uh huh. Um like but yeah, years, Lost Daughters. Going on
3: almost 20 years
2: though. Yeah. She's Pretty just Pretty hot amount of time for those she's two hot people. Terrifying to be
4: in this movie, though. Every single like her, she's the only one who feels like uh She is scary. Colm, she and Coleman have these like fantastic little like face-offs together. You you
3: think she's gonna bring it all into the like you she's gonna kind of bring the house down yeah. earlier when yeah. she's sort of interrogating her. Yeah, no, she's she's good in that movie. Yeah. That's a I would not have thought to mm-hmm. pick her.
4: Mm. And then Ariana DeBose, who I always talk about it, but I won't stop talking about it. She got her start on So You Think You Can Dance. You she sure was did. eliminated first in her season on So You Think You Can Dance. And like the perseverance of that. I also saw her on Broadway in Bring It On, the musical, where mm-hmm. she is fantastic. Interesting. Um, I just it's so it's one of those things where I see her and I just feel this like weird swell of like secret, uh, you know, like she's one of my people. You know what I mean? Like she's one of my she's one of my So You Think You mm-hmm. Can Dancers. But also she's killing it in that movie just that again you talk about somebody who that movie asks more of her than even if you've seen the original right where it surprises you the depths to which that movie requires her to go yes and she really carries it off yeah so so well the
2: America number is the high point of that movie for me that's when i feel as in love with that movie as i wish i did for the entire is it because you can see my old apartment in the background of one of the shots that exact reason and i thought it it was a weird oversight of steven spielberg to not do that in the other numbers yeah
3: he should have done that i agree yeah you should leave here and go watch west side story right now streaming on hbo max (laughs) look i
2: saw it again in theaters after we did our episode yeah but david you had a weird theater experience. I had a weird, <laughs> I thought the theater was empty. It was empty. I was having a great time and then like 20 minutes and an old couple walked in and they talked through a lot of it. I just want to say, I want to say, I saw it a second time. Mm, mm-hmm. I was in a very bad mental state when we recorded our first episode. It was right when Omicron was yeah, yeah, yeah. causing yes. nightmares. Watching it a second time, the highlights of the film became stronger for me and my issues became stronger as well. I still feel pretty much at the same level of it where there's stuff now I think is incredible and there's some issues I have. Great movie. Who, who else you got, Joe? Uh, Kirsten Kirsten
4: Dunston, Power of the Dog, who I know Man, did get the person. Oscar yeah. nomination, but we don't say it enough how great she is. Did, we kinda like for somebody who is as famous as she is and as celebrated as she is, like we kind of still don't say it God
3: enough. love her. Yeah. God love Dunst. We yeah. all salute Dunst.
4: Yeah. She's
3: great. Um I love Dunst.
2: Yeah.
3: I don't know. Is that it? Is that yeah. everyone? That's yeah. my five.
2: Who's okay. your winner? My winner's with Nega yeah. yeah. Yep.
3: Okay. Joe's winner is Polly
2: Draper. Polly Draper. <laughs> And David's winner is Mia Wasikowska. Mia Wasikowska. I don't know how you say her last name, so Wasikowska. I'm just sort of like throwing well, different English
3: yeah. on it every time. Don't
4: go by Meryl Streep, because she totally went what bananas on it. That one, that one Golden Phillips Globes, Hoffman. where she said, uh, poop. Poop. she <laughs> said uh, Adapero Odebie, first of all, and then she said Mia Wasikowska. Wasikowska.
0: <laughs> There's more of that after this ad.
2: David. Yes. I feel like I have to recuse. Original
0: screenplay, best adapted screenplay,
2: best original screenplay. Okay. The worst person in the world. That's *Young, Trier and *Escalovos*. The French Dispatch. Mm. Wes Anderson. A story by Jason Schwartzman, Hugo Guinness, Roman Coppola. Mm. The Card Counter. Trainer. Uh, Facebook. Uh, Titan. I, I I don't know. I who, think it's th- just. I think, think it's just. Yeah. Uh, Pig. 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 By that pig. pig, which pig, pig, is written pig, pig, by pig, it's, pig. it's written
3: by the same guy. It's it's yeah. written directed right, Michael Yeah, Cernosky. I think it a co writer. Yeah. Michael, Michael, am No, I wrong? no, 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 no co writer.
2: Well, even there's more a impressive. story
3: given to Vanessa Block. Okay,
2: best adapted screenplay. What ended up being a real blink check category. Okay, my five nominees are The Matrix Resurrections, Sure, West Side Story, Yeah, The Last Duel, Benedetta, Power of the Dog. Four out of five nominees are. Or
1: like movies director. we covered. Yes. I see what wow. you're saying. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah.
2: But it, I, it just shook out that way. I mean, look, we had five movies this year from directors we've covered on the podcast, and yeah. all five of those movies were in my top twenty. For and they the were year. most because well, they were mostly late Oscar season yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah. Except for, but old. I liked all of them. I mean, yeah, old, old creeping on all my categories. Uh, only made the one. I mean, it is an adapted screenplay, of course. Who you got? All right, original screenplay. I have Bergman Island.
4: Me a handsome love. Mm-hmm. Uh, Petite Maman, Celine Siama. I still Great haven't Spain seen it. Don't it
3: will come out for another fucking six
4: it. weeks. You will
3: I know, but I'm just it. like, I know. is that no. going until April? I really, I really got mad at them about that. I actually <laughs> I actually got in like a fight with them about it.
2: That's like too late. It's that doesn't not a count. 2021
4: movie. It's not. And I, and I, I defend the worst person in the world thing. You, I get it, but like you can't just... Uh, Red Rocket. Sean Baker mm-hmm. and Chris Bergach. Blindspot. Berguch. Embarrassing blind spot
2: for me. Another inexplicable, how have I not seen it. It is surprising you didn't get to it, but yeah.
4: Uh, Shiva Baby, Emma Seligman, and the Worst Person in the World, uh, Joachim Trier and Escal Vote, mm-hmm. and a man doing uh, adapted as well. Mm-hmm. Throw them on. All right, Drive My Car. Beep beep. It's Rice Raiskala, and it's, 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 it's... Ta- Takamasa Oi. Thank you. Uh, Lost Daughter, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Power of the Dog, Jane Campion. Bark, 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 tick tick boom, Stephen Levinson. Tick,
3: tick. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: really wet, good screenplay. West
4: Side Story. Uh, Tony Kushner. Snap, snap. Yeah, there
3: we go. Uh, my nominees are very similar to all of your nominees. In original screenplay, I had Licorice Pizza, Worst Person in the World, Card Counter, Bergman Island, and The Souvenir Part Two, which I think is the only one that wasn't on That's one of your ballots. And in adapted screenplay, I had West Side Story, The Lost Daughter, Drive My Car, The Power of the Dog, and June. June. Dune. Oh. <laughs> uh, I will also say that the blanky nominees in original screenplay were Licorice Pizza, French Dispatch, Pig, Worst Person, and Titan and in adapted were Power of the Dog, Dune, Drive My Car, The Green Knight, mm. great piece of adaptation, mm-hmm. and yeah. West Side Story, very good. Uh, yeah, the Tick Tick Boom, a late cut for me, and adapted into a, a very difficult piece yeah. of adapting. Yeah. It is I, by I the person who him. wrote Dear Evan Hansen. Yes. Uh, which is so funny. But, um, yeah, like a lot of crossover for all of us here. Yeah. I guess it's just obvious what the Powerhouse screenplays are. I'm trying to think what I'm missing. Yeah. The Oscar nominees are all the movies we've talked about, but Coda, King Richard, a really great screenplay called, uh, a movie called Don't Look Up, and Belfast are some of the nominees we are ignoring. Uh, Coda, Coda really just didn't... Yeah, you're not a big Coda
2: fan.
4: Yeah. Coda's one of those movies I appreciated but i wanted to really fall in love with it and i
2: didn't make it have either of you seen the french one no i asked my mom
3: about it, and she was like oh yeah the french one sucks <laughs> the french one it seems like even though it has the same basic structure right. it was more like people saw it and were like well this is like a very good framework for a movie yeah. that will work I, yeah i don't know anyone who i really don't know i said curious. that it's yeah. good
2: yeah because i watched i watched the american one and i was like maybe i'd like the french one
3: uh well anyway Coda not a nominee who
4: are your winners guys
3: uh, my original screenplay winner is Worst Person in the World and I gave adapted to that dank, dank Kush West Side Story
4: that's my uh that's my adapted winner as well is An Kushner piece of adaptation my yeah. original screenplay winner is Lincoln Siyama for Petit, my mom
2: hell yeah, yeah. great screenplay
4: just chill.
3: chill beautiful man. piece
2: of story construction seen, like, yeah. I gotta wait another six weeks to
3: see it it is bull it's bullshit
2: my original screenplay winner is going to be. Let me say adapted first because I'm fucking doing it. Do it. I'm going Matrix Resurrections best adapted <sighs> screenplay. We rewatched it the other day for the commentary. It's a good movie. I just fucking the audacity of that film. Oh, yeah. Uh, really uh floors me. Mm-hmm. For best original screenplay. You had five nominees. I'm just I'm just trying to help you out here. I <laughs> yeah, I know. I have five <laughs> nominees. Got five, Where, five nominees. The World Friends, Dispatch card counter to ten. Pig. Uh, I am going to go with. Uh, the worst person in the world to spread the wealth. That was my winner, too.
3: But spreading the wealth on your ballot.
2: Yes. Yeah. Not to tip understand my hand where things are going. I understand. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. 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 Because yeah. I, I would have, right. Yeah.
3: right. Yeah. I need to say it aloud. Uh, yeah. A lot of good screenplays A lot of year. good screenplays. Not, not, these are not hot categories for me.
2: No. No. It was actually really easy yeah. for me to film. I was just like, there are five yeah. obvious ones. That's sort of how I felt, too. And, and I think, like, the adapted screenplay nominees for me this year were not. Well right of course that's adapted. They were like interesting works of adaptation. Yes. I feel like all five right. of those are like not very... just like a
3: good script that's oh it's based on a book. Right. 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 And the original right. sp- I mean Drive My Car felt deeply original to me. Which you have not seen, but Drive My Car is probably in another very impressive piece of adaptation in that it is spinning like this piece of gossamer into a 3-hour emotional a epic. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, that's great. Should we do an acting yeah. category? A lead actor? Yeah. Let's do a lead?
0: Best Actor.
4: All right, out to present the award, for the blankie for Best Actor. Actor, Adam Driver, of course. Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan, who mm-hmm. was our first sweep. Yeah. Uh, all three of us. Remember Did, when we were just like, undoubtedly when that guy. We were gonna, excited about Oh him, my god! Him? Yeah, uh, Daniel Kaluuya and Delroy
2: Lindo. Oh, that's a. I mean, that's another cool group of guys to get dinner with.
4: Driver's another one who's won uh, for two different movies at Blankies. One, uh,
2: Patterson for David yeah. and Marriage Story
4: for this guy right
2: here. Right. And I kept on sort of making him a bridesmaid and cutting him at the last second multiple years right. in a row. Last I Jedi We all
3: were guilty of that. Have been guilty of that with Driver one time or another. I Black think.
2: Klansman, I almost put him in for lead and you objected. Yeah. <laughs> you punched me in the face. Okay. Can't my nominees that? for best actor yes. are Benedict Cumber batch. Wow, you really got
5: got got held up there. No, I
2: was going to make a <laughs> pronounce a funny joke and mm-hmm. then I re- I
5: was going to do uh-huh. Who knows what you're going to do? I was going to do we'll
2: Benedict remember. Cumberbatch. Sure, sure. Glad you
5: didn't do it? <laughs> I know.
2: Thank God <laughs> I didn't. And I'm especially it. glad we're still talking about yeah. it. Yeah, anyway, so Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog. Oh, not Spider-Man. Okay, fine. Oscar Isaac the card counter. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage and Pig. Wink going? Vincent Lindon and Titan. Uh, smash, smash. I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, how do you make the a syringe saddle? <laughs> yeah, what's a syringe? Yes. <laughs> right. I don't know. Squinch, squinch. Yeah. Steroid, yeah. Steroids. steroid. Yeah. Steroid, <laughs> steroid. Uh, and Matt Damon for Stillwater. A great, a great Ooh, performance. Oh, I have not seen Oh, sorry, I'm sorry.
3: Let me put it on a trucker hat.
2: A great performance.
4: <laughs> uh,
3: I don't know. I don't know. love that performance. Late cut for me.
4: Joe. All right. Uh, well, I should preface this by saying I bridesmated Adam Driver as well for this mm. one. He was my close sixth place for an i I'm ass. assuming, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So my first best actor nominee is in fact Eric Andre for Bad Trip. <laughs>
1: wow, very good. Pause
4: for her reaction. Good. Yeah, very good. Wow. My Griffiest pick of the year, <laughs> I, griffier wow. than any I griffy far, pick. Truly, yeah. Wow. It's one of the. Well, we'll get into it. Uh, Nicholas Cage for Pig. Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom, and Mr. Simon Rex for Red mm. Rocket. Mm.
3: Mm. Yes. So Garfield also a late cut for me. I think that performance is tremendous, but he's gotten his Oscar yeah. attention and Garfield all Garfield the Cat also
2: a late cut for me just because uh-huh. he didn't do a movie this year. He, he did didn't. He really ready. fucked up. He <laughs> was really right. so
3: ready. Uh, pig is a, a Cajun pig. A great performance. I have some crossover. I have Benedict Cumberbatch in The Power of the Dog. I have Oscar Isaac in The Card Counter. I have Simon Rex in Red Rocket. Have, and then I have Hidetoshi... Nishijima and Drive My Car. Yep, and Keanu Reeves in The Matrix Resurrections. I'm glad you put him in there because it, I it was wanted kind to put of an him in obvious there. one for me. And then I'll say the rewatch. Yeah, which
2: we did. I've watched it yeah.
3: a couple times, but you know, which we just did for the commentary. I was like, he's
2: really like it's his best
3: performance in years.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I think I nominated it for John Wick. Three. You might have two. I think you two, did. One of them. Three's what, the one. Whatever the caramello one was, I Which think. Which is the non-name. other one where I you really. Did. Yeah. You did. Well, and actually pretty cool of me. But. <laughs> <laughs> we, we rewatched Resurrections and we were like really fucking loopy. We had to record like seven straight hours that day. And that eh, commentary went off the rails. I think also because we had recently done our longest episode ever talking so in depth about that movie. Yeah. But yes, David, rewatching it, I was just kind of blown away by it. I want to put him in there. I'm happy you put him in there instead. I gave it the screenplay nomination, even though uh, that doesn't uh, do Keanu any good. He's sure. unbelievable in that movie.
3: I did want to... Yeah, you gave Last Duel a screenplay nomination, right? Yes. That's always a fun one when you get to get some actors in there. This Right. The Four Sunset nomination. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Damon double nominee for me hey, this year. Stillwater. What a performance. Maybe, what a
2: movie. I mean, you and I always talk about dividing Damon performances into supporting versus lead, right? Yeah. Because he understands the different opportunities in those two and the different responsibilities of those two. I think that's his best lead performance ever.
1: And He's it is really
2: good in that movie. a performance where, on its face, if 20 years ago you told you were, someone you were going to cast Matt Damon, in that role, yeah. you'd go, I will never buy him doing that. I don't care what he ages into. Right. Mr. Boston, Mr. Liberal, sort yeah. of like oversharing his politics, accidentally being so woke that he says things that are retrograde. Yep. How does that guy play like weird, emotionally closed off? He's so fucking good in it. It's. I got to see it. Yep. I got to see it. My other nominees, Oscar Isaac, card counter, Nicholas Cage Pig. Uh, we, we can talk about further as we get into our overlaps uh, mm-hmm. there. Ben a carpet kind of Power to the dog as well. I guess this opportunity to talk about Vincent Lindon a little bit more. Love him. You and I have been arguing about this for about five months about whether he's lead or supporting. I mean,
3: it hasn't been a consistent argument. (laughs) It's nonstop.
2: (laughs) Sure. During episode records, we're texting each other. He's
3: obviously very dominant in the film once he arrives. Right. But it's halfway into the film. It is. So it's a fairly marginal, you know, you can sell me either way. Right. I don't Um, know where the Césars put him.
2: Yeah, that's a good question. I feel like, am I wrong? We are
3: in
4: constant competition with the Césars. The fucking Césars. The fucking Césars. They um, gave
3: Best Actress to the lady playing Celine Dion this year. You know yes, that, right? That's yes, unbelievable. And they did nominate Vincent Landon in Nowhere. Well, then, wow, wow. Yeah, then they
2: that's can go no, for No Help. help. Yeah. Um, here's the major thought I had going through my head while watching Titan. I wish there were any American leading men who let themselves age this way. There yeah. is something about him where you're just like that is an adult man on screen. He looks great. He got an incredible shape for that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just the shape of his body is not unreasonable. No. It is not unreal. He is not trying to look 35. The ways in which his skin has sagged are so fascinating. There's experience. There's fucking wisdom on that man's face. Yeah. That performance is just like... It's a sad daddy. It's... it's. It, can I say it is the most taught performance of the year? <laughs> Sure. sure. Like just looking at him, you feel tension yeah. at all times. Yeah, and the things that movie asks him to do are like almost impossible. Yeah. It's one of those performances where you have to buy that the person does not put together a thing that is not only obvious to the audience because we have all the information, but it seems apparent on so its just face. Visually yeah. obvious. This is not his son, right. right? And towing these lines of does he know? Does he? Is he in denial about it? Is he pretending he doesn't Some know? mix of that. And yeah, and he looks like an old
3: tractor. Yeah. Or something. You know, yeah. it's just like uh, he really... You saw, you like to tan, right, Ben? You, I feel God. like you're leaning in on yeah, this one. You yeah, you kept
5: telling me that I had to see it. Yeah. And I was like totally blown away. It's so visceral. That movie's punk as fuck. Ben, I don't know if you picked up on this because it is up but the tan fuck's a car. Yeah. No, I picked up on that. Yeah. And then has a little car baby. Yes. Which... The baby looks like incredible. I'm like, I want to see what that baby turns out like. Mm. Beep beep. Well, it's a tan too. Yeah, right. yeah You got, got it. You got right. it. But um, but no. I just like the last thing I'll say is the music mm. is so fucking good. The um, lead actor is like so scary. And maybe we'll talk about her later.
3: She might be on your side. Okay. Well, who else All you right. got? Or is that everyone? Bro?
2: Those were my five. Yeah. Cause the other ones I've overlapped with you guys. So well, let's talk I- Isaac cage Cumberbatch.
4: Yeah. I mean, Nicholas cage is, you know, he loves He's that pig. great. He really loves that pig. Yeah. It's, I hate to fall into like the predictable sort of trap of just like, you know, the good cage versus the bad cage. And yet I can't deny that. Like every once in a while, cause I'm like, I don't necessarily consider myself a Nicholas cage person. But every once in a while, he'll throw something else, something like this out. And I can't, I can't fully walk away. See, I'm
2: very much a cage person. I think, you know, the last 10 years of his career, when he got into like tax problems and he just had to make so many fucking movies is the first time where I feel like he started making movies that were boring to me. Sure. Uh, He had made bad films before, but things where it didn't feel like he was putting his all into everything. And I think in that time, he has had some good gonzo performances, which I love. And I always try to stay in good gonzo cage. It's not like I don't want to be the person who's only fucking awarding him, as you're saying, when he does the naturalistic thing, because he is someone who's capable of doing these things that other actors cannot do. Kick-Ass is a performance, for example, a movie I don't love, but I think is great gonzo weirdo cage. Sure, sure, sure. There are other examples like that in the last 10, 15 years. Pig, it's not just that he's doing a more naturalistic performance, because It's the weirdest naturalistic performance of all time. Like, even if you give him credit for it, he's low-key, he's understated you know he's sitting and listening to people and but whatever. it's not
4: just that he'd like turned the volume off or whatever it's just like it's he's really he's doing something the depth that. of
2: feeling there is incredible and he still yeah. is like I mean he's doing shit where you're just like why isn't the guy taking a shower and he's playing the energy of a guy who hasn't taken a shower in 15 but years he,
3: right. he's also play, like the whole thing in pig is like he looks at you and he, he knows things about you yeah. that you don't know about yourself right. Like yeah. and that is very good use of cage he's my winner that he has like kind of wizardy powers These he's, are good he's my
2: winner yeah. Yeah. yeah he's
4: great yeah okay so so, yeah, the Eric Andre thing. Please. I It's one of those other, it's like I wrote a check that I had to cash. Essentially, mm-hmm. I watched that movie. What was it? Spring? I think it was a spring release. Yeah. It was whatever. When I, when I watched that movie, I was kind of in my feelings about Borat a little bit. I didn't like Borat. I felt bad about not liking Borat. Am I not, you know, am I no fun for, you know, not liking Borat? And then I watched Bad Trip, and I'm like, no, this is what everybody liked about Borat. I like about Bad Trip. It's, it's like, it's like, it's, and, He pulls that off with, I mean, whatever. It's the Eric Andre thing, right? Where it's like this endlessly cheerful person who is probably up to something psychotic, right? And the way he sort of walks the people through these various sort of like pranks and set pieces in this movie, I think it's just charming, but also like deceptively difficult to keep people sort of like locked in on this wavelength. and. I don't know. I just think it's tremendously funny, and he and Lil Rel are very. You know, I think Lil Rel's is really together. good in that I haven't movie. I've seen it. It's a very funny. It's like it's un. It's, to me, it's an uncomplicated good time,
2: and I really was looking for an uncomplicated good time when I saw that movie. Here's a big question for me. Yeah, has the Academy not asked Lil Rel to host the Academy Awards, or does he not want to do it? Because it last year, it kind of felt like this is sort of an obvious. He's at the exact he, he, right he, level he, he of he fame. He do it. Yeah, he's been in movies. He's funny. He's not so big that he's like, it's not worth tanking my career to do this. I don't know. That's a good question.
4: I don't know. It seems like one of those things where I feel like these days, and I think the three hosts are an indicator of that, is they don't ask people early enough. I think they and didn't get. The three get,
3: thing is the ultimate example. They didn't
4: of that. Yeah. get Steve Martin and Martin Short and Selena February. Gomez because
2: know, they couldn't busy. book them. Because
4: they didn't, Wait, they, they waited until right. the last minute. That's to ask the insane them. thing yeah. that
2: the original plan was to have like three trios, and then it became like three duos, and now it's like three unconnected people entirely. Right? Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah, what they're doing. I, mean, I feel
4: bad for Wanda Sykes and Regina Hall. I would have felt, felt because they're being set up
2: for failure. And I would have felt more excited if they announced any one of those three people hosting on their own. Sure. They would have been slightly odd choices in this year. Sure. But I would have been more excited than the three where I'm just like, what the fuck is this? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Oh, and then
4: uh, uh, Andrew Garfield. I mean, what a great year for him just in general. But also, that's a really tough assignment. It is. I think people were ready to hate on that movie. I think that movie was being set up to be kind of a punchline. People are over Mm Lin-Manuel for many reasons and whatever. And I think Andrew Garfield is one of those quasi Hathaway types where it's like he's so willing to put on the show that sometimes you almost want to bully him.
2: Right. To have him play musical theater guy was just like recipe for punches. But he
4: pulls it off so well. I mean, that movie locked me in right away where I was like, because I was not, I like a lot of musical theater, but I was not familiar with Tick, Tick, Boom beyond the fact of it. I knew what it was. But that movie got me right away, and he's tremendous.
2: Very good at playing annoying people sympathetically. I think yeah. you were the one who said this to me, David, when you saw it and you were sort of surprised by how good it was. You went to one of the first screens they had in New York before people had seen it. And you were like, the thing that's really that he gets really right is he understands what's insufferable about this right. guy. Without, yeah,
3: without sacrificing that right. you, you know, you're rooting for him. Right. right, right. But you're also frustrated by him, which is the experience that he's trying to yeah. sell you. And yeah. uh He's so good in that movie. I'm a big Andrew Garfield fan, except when I'm not. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. I didn't like his performance in Angels in America, which was like, yeah. Tony winning and like highly acclaimed. And I was like, this is 10% too dialed up for me. Yeah. It's obviously supposed to be a dialed up performance. But, you know, then this year, God, Tick, Tick, boom, I was mean, I like,
2: I like Tammy Faye more than most. And I, he's, don't, oh, I don't think totally he Oh, I think totally he's and really good in Tammy Faye. That is a really weird
3: character. In yes. that like,
2: they are kind of skirting. I not think he's
3: bad. He's not bad. Yeah. They're skirting a lot of the worst stuff of that character. Yes. They don't want to deal with it or they right. don't have time or whatever. Yeah. I don't really know what that decision was. And so
2: he kind of just drops out of the movie. And like, but
3: he's fine. He's He's good. also
2: just, it's funny how boyish he remains in basic energy. He does. You know, which you kind of need to use to your advantage rather than sort of ignoring. Yeah. Anyway. Who else we got?
4: I mean, you and I share Simon Rex, so we can sort of pivot to each other. I mean, it's what a success story. What a like what a story. It's a great story.
3: I I do think, obviously, Simon Sean Baker has this just sort of preternatural understanding of what's going to work in his movies and who's going to make sense in them. And like, he obviously just sort of had this idea of like Simon Rex should play this washed-up porn star, and like called him out of the blue and was like, "I don't have a script. You know, right?" Like the whole story of it is script, but like, yeah. So credit to Sean Baker. Yeah. But all credit to Simon Rex. Not a person I've thought about much. No. In the last 20 years. You haven't seen the movie, Griff. You're no. going to love it. I'm going to love it.
4: I will say, and to pat myself on the back a little bit, when I was on the Vanity Fair podcast and we were talking about year ahead Oscars, I did point this out. Mm-hmm. I was like, Simon Rex playing an ex-porn star, given his own, you know, biography could be a really interesting choice.
2: And I, I mean, you think, David, you don't think about him much, right? And, and no. I'm realizing now it was almost 20 years ago, but I remember seeing a Scary Movie 3 and being like, why aren't people using this guy? Like, yeah. he always just seemed a little better than whatever anyone he was asking him to do. He has the live wire do. energy that yeah. is hard to
5: replicate. Yeah.
2: And Ben, have you seen Red Rocket? You
3: would Absolutely. love it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay.
2: Ben took the mic
5: out of the stand. <laughs> oh, uh, yes, I have.
3: He, But he would not work if he was just this annoying guy who babbles a mile a minute. Simon Rex totally understands that that guy is clinging on to any semblance of like legitimacy or coolness or, you know, like he, he, that guy knows he is one like step away from basically just everyone never wanting to speak to him again. Like, but he can't help himself when he's talking and talking to talking. but like, Right, I mean, like he. Well, you get
4: the sense of this character that like this is the kind of stuff he was able to get away with in the past. This is the kind of stuff that would let him skate by. This sort of, you know, charming personality stuff that even you know you may hate me, but you love me kind
5: of stuff. He's so specifically, like his manipulation is so specific to someone who's lived in L.A. for a really long Mm. time. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Man, what a scumbag! Yeah and like Ben says while grinning year to year. Yeah. He I just I mean I love char- I love stories like this I yeah. love like it's just a simple character study of just this guy basically kind of just doing the same thing he's done he's just resetting his life kind of again of where it all started in his hometown yeah it's unabashedly just like messy and a little like yeah a little evil a little fucked up but yeah. a, a fun time yeah it's a great movie. I love it. Did
3: we talk about Oscar Isaac? No, I want to talk about Oscar. Incredible Isaac. Incredible performance. Maybe it was sort of my runner up. I'm giving it to Nishijima. Okay. Um, but Oscar but,
2: Isaac, my runner up as well, by like a hair behind. He me. was a very close. Again? He oh, okay. almost made my list. He's yeah. Very I mean, yeah. it's just, you and I were texting about it, David, but like, here we go. Finally, this is the guy. We've talked about. For the this. last five years, we've been waiting to come back. And it's not like he's been doing bad work. But it just felt like, well, this is clearly the dude of his generation. And then it feels like Adam Driver started taking all the parts for four actors of his generation. Sure, And Oscar Isaac just sort of disappeared for a little bit. You know, obviously demands of Star Wars and whatever. But, right. uh Right. It was like, here we are back to basics. Give him just a real meaty script and a character study. Yeah. And let him look other actors in the eye. The scene where he tells the story about the best hand. He's ever seen played, and he lays out all the cards and monologues it to Tyler Sheridan, and that's like a mostly a oneer that sort of slowly mm-hmm. moves in on him. Yeah. It's just it's incredible shit. He's like he's our fucking he's the one guy who's got the the seventies Pacino thing, you know? He does.
3: I mean, that's what he had in like my most violent year, of course. And right? Did, and you're right. It's just been a few years of being like, I guess he's just been busy
2: with stuff. I'm that is less. Interesting. Yeah. That's all. I never dislike him. But no. it, it's certainly that run of like Lewin Davis into Most Violent Year into You're whatever. You like, were just like, here, here we is. go. Right. Ready. Yeah. Right. On. Ex Machina. I mean,
3: I yes. love him. Right. Ex Machina.
4: Incredible performance.
3: Yeah. Um, I also had Nishijima. Am I the only person who nominated him? It's just. it. it he was on my
4: runner's up. Powerhouse,
3: slow boil performance. Yeah. You know, absolutely like has to nail the big emotional moment at the end of the movie does. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know the actor really at all. The movie doesn't work without him. Spellbinding stuff. Yeah. Keanu Reeves we've talked about. But I really do think it's such a self-aware, funny, yes. sweet, emotional. And the like, range. I mean, what
2: you're talking from about, him, the, yeah. the stages that character goes through, that he gets to play comedy, that he gets to do his physical acting, that he gets to play really sort of low-key drama, intimacy, uh, and be romantic as well. Uh I mean Cumberbatch I feel like we don't have to talk about because we just have, last we week just on this feed we, we talked talk about, about for 2 it's and a half hours. It's a great
3: performance. Yeah. Um some cuts I'm sure you guys have plenty you want to talk about too but I am sure I, I have didn't a few. Have that many. Maybe actually. not. I mean it's a strong it's a it's a top heavy. I do like both of the Oscar nominated performances that we did not touch which are Denzel and Will Smith. I Same. mean I think Will Smith is good in that movie. Yeah, um I, I, I think Denzel is fantastic in Macbeth. I agree. It's just Yeah. You know, I sort of wanted room for... I mean, Look,
2: it's also one of those things where... I really
3: like his take on Macbeth Is like, this dude's tired.
2: <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> yes. I, I will say, I often have a hard time connecting to Shakespeare. And yeah. I felt like he brought me into it more than most actors I have seen in a really, really savvy way. It is this thing that is kind of unfair where I saw it and I was like, right, yeah, no, of course he's great at this. Like, you, you don't get excited about it maybe sort of as bad. much.
4: I, that's sort but of how I was he too. Is right. Pretty, yeah,
3: yeah. Like, I, I love Damon and Stillwater. I'm a big fan of Don Cheadle in No Sudden Move. Mm-hmm. That kind of like Oscar Isaacy phenomenon of like it's you giving a real performance. You're a good actor. <laughs> yeah. right. Been a been a minute. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another obvious one that I feel like I'm forgetting. Well, uh, Adam Driver in Annette. That's a Adam very Adam Driver so good in that yeah. movie. That is a very committed performance very from an actor that. who yeah. defines committed performances. Yep, yep. Uh but that is a throwing everything at the wall type performance, I do like it. Joaquin Phoenix and come on, come on, just what we needed. Seeing him play a normal guy.
4: What did you think of Dinklage and Cyrano? He was on a long. I think he's up good. I, I, he I like that too. movie, but I'm more more like
3: it. But for the Joe Rightness, yes. like all the, th- the same theatricality. But like, I think he's totally good, and I think they totally biffed getting him a nomination. Like, I think they easily could have. I think they could have too. I uh, and, yeah.
2: I have I, I have a, one more I want to throw out who truly might have been like my six or seven. I, I it's it's not. It. It's not quite a Vin Diesel award because I, I do think he's very close. Throw it out. And, and I will admit this, of course, might be somewhat colored by sentimentality because of the events in between when I saw this movie and where we stand today. Oh but I also felt this way when I saw the performance. Bob Odenkirk is incredibly good in Nobody. I think that movie is a mess. I think if he gave that same performance in a movie that I thought was dramatically functional, right. he'd probably be a slam dunk five for me. I have not seen it. I have not either. Okay. So. Okay. I th- I think he's incredibly good to a degree that's almost underrated and I think obviously the thing that everyone focused on was that he did all this training and he does all the fight choreography and all of that. Yeah. But I, I think it is kind of an incredible performance for a guy who I have always obviously loved and uh, and say often. How I think early is, in the year was that movie? April?
4: Yeah, it was,
3: it was pretty, pretty early. It was, like it was sort of the, in the first right, post-vax movies right,
2: that I saw. Right, right. And, and I think that movie makes some incredibly stupid choices in terms of characterization. That fuck him over a little bit but he is unreal good and as we stand today in the present day I just want to constantly show yeah. more appreciation for Bob Odenkirk we love Bob a guy who it was scary to think about losing uh, any other cuts
3: you want to shout out Griff or Joe Joe that who was is your winner my winners yeah the other, other guys
1: oh, right.
4: wow.
3: yeah, David cool. your winner was Hiroshi Nishijima in okay. Drive My Car
0: Best Actress
4: Alright, out to present best actress. We have Annette Benning. Oh, the twentieth century woman herself. Tony Collette.
3: Oh mm. the hereditary, her reddit <laughs> <woman> herself.
4: <laughs> Carrie Coon.
3: Oh, the nest herself. Rooney Mara, oh, oh Carol herself.
2: I don't know. Not not she correct. Carol, <laughs> <laughs> but
1: nonetheless. Uh,
2: and Lupita Nyong'o. Oh, the French champagne.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, the French. What is, I don't forget. I forget Us. the character's name in Us. No, I know the oh, movie. I just well, don't remember. She's her
4: got the two well, characters. red is the tether. Right. But, Why uh, am I forgetting her other yeah. character's name?
2: Okay, my five nominees for best Actress. best actress in a leading role. In a leading role are Jodie Comer. The Last Duel. Rebecca Hall, The Nighthouse. One of your faves. Been talking up all year. Virginie Ifira. That's I don't know how to pronounce her name. Benedetta. Oh, sure. Yeah, this is my run of the names that I'm going to fuck up. Oh, here yeah. we go. Wow. Agatha Rossell in Titan?
3: Yeah, or is it Agatha Rossell? Yeah, anyway, yes. The lead actress in Titan.
2: And Renata Renswe. Re- Renata Renswee. For the worst person, person in the world. In the world. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right, mine are Olivia
4: Colman in The Lost Daughter. Look out. Penelope Cruz in Parallel Mothers. Look out. Look out. <laughs> Jansa Juricic in Quo Vadis Ida.
1: One
3: of those movies I, I need know. to get around mm-hmm. to. I've well, heard it's really good.
4: And it was one of those that uh, rode the line between, t- is yeah, it last yeah, year, yeah. is it this year? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nicole Kidman in Being the Ricardos Joe. and Renata Reintzva in The Worst Person in the World. Joe, you Nicole got some splainin' Kidman to do. Out of you here. got some splainin' I, to do. I
2: had to do it. There's I, the door, I'm standing Nicole. by it. <laughs> you got some I, splainin' look, to do. I record. think
3: I said this to Griffin. I don't think that performance is bad on its. I don't either. Level. I think it's
2: actually good
3: when in, taken in, on its own In level. dealing with like the language of the screenplay and being like, you know it's being good as a lead performance. performance in a Sorkin film. Yeah. yeah. I just... I just uh, yeah, I don't think it really makes I, any I, sense. I cannot. What is the, uh, what, what is, what is the, the Tommy movie. Lee Jones line? I
2: cannot sanction, sanction its buffoonery.
3: <laughs> I mean, yes, it's like we all know Lucy Ball, Lucille Ball, and I'm like mm-hmm. comedy legend. The movie's like, no, 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 no? very persnickety
2: boss, right. and I'm like, okay, that's it, goodbye. Right, woman who constantly lists her accomplishments. I
4: feel like that's a justifiable take
2: on the material. I genuinely do. Like, I Joe, it's fine. I, it's I, fine. It's, it's all right. No, but, I know, look. I have. I have. Mean, I have truly zero problems with her performance like in terms Gimmie. of what she was asked to do i have problems with what the movie asked her to do and perhaps her casting as well All but right. i think she did her job well.
4: great
3: performance is she gonna win an <laughs> oscar or is she i kind of struggling think... you know whatever peaked a little too soon in the The, the
2: chastain sag thing was interesting that is a performance i defend a lot yeah i mean no offense to the screen actor's Guild. yes sure of which you are a member but they do
3: vote like morons a lot of the time so they can be tough as predictors cuz sure. they often will make really strange winning decisions I think what that decisions. did yes. though is right. that Emily Blunt that best race, supporting actress a quiet place look, right. not
4: a bad performance not a bad no. performance <laughs> just an odd win but a yeah. lead performance no <laughs> also um, true. but no i think what that did was threw that category into uh, anybody Further can disarray. win it just like yes. now like the the I think it's going to be so spread out that like the threshold for winning that category well, is going it, to be. I'm big. wondering Kristen if it's Coleman now. Kristen Stewart became now. the
3: it's, unambiguous least likely yeah, to win. Have I once been a front the,
4: runner? She's the only one I can't see of that five. She would be the That's most why I surprising. wonder if
2: Coleman just I mean, benefits Coleman. from the split. I've been right? saying for months yeah. that Coleman's going
4: to win, and yeah, I'm standing by that.
2: Yep. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. And it, she's just weirdly become like, it's funny that her Oscar speech was like, this is wild. This is never going to happen again. And now she's become like the new Judy Dench. Yeah. She's just become if she has a new movie, it's going to be an Oscar favorite yeah. because she's involved and she's going to get a slam dunk nomination. Yeah, it's very funny.
3: Yeah, my nominees, yes,
2: are Renata Reinspin, in the Worst Person in the
3: World, Alana Heim
2: in the Krishpita, Pizza,
3: Penelope Cruz in Parallel Mothers, Olivia Coleman in the Lost Daughter, and Rachel Ziegler in West Side Story.
2: Uh, Ziegler lay a cut for me. Yeah, luminous. Paula Beer and Undine a cut yeah. for me. That mermaid. A performance. Movie that fucking rips. Uh, Chastain was a shortlister for me. That's of the Oscar performances uh, of the year. That's the one that I like. I think those are really real cuts. Kristen Stewart was a close cut for
4: me. I really like that. Performance. I really like that performance. Case, too. I struggle with that much? Um, Rachel Sennett in
2: Shiva Baby. I did love Shiva Baby. Yeah,
3: surprised that didn't make it considering you gave Shiva I do. Baby other love. Yeah, in fact, you know
2: what? Yeah. Actually, maybe Kick Hitman out puts it. Yeah, out in there. Stand
1: by it.
4: Is she your winner? No, she's not
2: my winner. Thank God. Thank God.
3: God.
4: All right.
3: Calm down.
4: Tilda Swinton in Memoria. That's a cut for me. That's I could, I, I imagine I Honor kind of was surprised Burn. that you didn't. That she didn't
2: I, she like was yours. in and out. I don't That's know. a blind spot for me that I feel no embarrassment about because no. fucking stop making this movie so difficult to watch. It came out a <laughs> week, <laughs> week that cases were up and I was just like, it I don't feel come, like yeah, going we out this week. We were in the week? worst that possible was, city to live in with that right. movie, yeah. Screwed them over. I know. Yeah. yeah. And there was a moment where I had a stream, uh, streaming link to it. And I was like, I'm going to wait and hope that it circles back around. And it fucking didn't. I watched it on a stream. I wished I hadn't, but I did. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, it's a very good movie. Uh, whenever it comes to town, yeah. Uh, if it ever comes look, to town, look,
2: I was fine with their plan if they actually fucking did well, it. Well, there was this Omicron variant. And I'm aware. I think they just don't know what but to do. But then at that moment, they should have just gone like, never mind, cute idea. <laughs> I, look, I don't. Yes. Rather than do, they're yeah. just doing neither. I don't know.
3: I don't know what. I don't matter. know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Right. Uh, Honor Swinton right. Burn is a cut for me. Sure. Mm. Souvenir Part Two. But do you have any other cuts?
4: No, I think those are the to ones. Think that, I mean,
3: if I've got anyone else.
1: It
4: was a very good year for Morphid uh, Clark person.
3: in Saint Maud, A very late cut mm. for me. Oh yeah, she's really good. loved that performance. That's
4: a good point. Vicky Creeps in Bergman Island, quite good. Yes, mm-hmm. love Creeps.
3: I mean, always, creeps, I'm always creeps. pro
4: Creeps. Yeah,
3: I mean, I'll I'll shout out Annabelle Wallace in Malignant. I, I think I, it's another a very one, challenge, yes. you know, big challenge. She's being thrown there, and she's really good. That, I that love, is a
2: case. If I didn't have five nominees who were that strong, I would have pushed Annabelle Wallace in for the chaos of it.
4: I still, I love Malignant. I str- I go back and forth between thinking, is that a great performance or is James Wan really clever for casting somebody who can only give a certain level of, you know what I mean? Just like, I, I feel like the casting mean. in that movie is part of the lulling the audience into where he wants you to be.
2: Yes. But, yeah, He's but-
4: casting that movie like it's a B movie. He's casting that he movie is. like it's, trash but, but I, not, like, I, which is not to say that Annabelle Wallace is trash
1: but like no.
2: he's cast yes. that movie as if it's a lower tier yes film yes I, I think she's incredibly good in that film and I think you, you I'm a fan it, it requires an actor with a very non-conventional understanding of what a performance can be to pull that off you have to give her credit for intelligence for yeah. that Yeah, let me give you the
3: blankie uh, 10 oh, yeah. in lead performance number one Alana Heim
2: then Nicolas Cage Nick Cumberbatch,
3: Dev Patel, who I didn't shout out, but I love that performance in the game. Yeah, I
2: mean, it obviously falls a little bit into our uh, past guest sure. movie. Sexy,
3: sexy, though. Yeah.
2: Rachel Ziegler. Not Dev, but Larry. Yeah. Well, David Larry, Very handsome
3: man. Uh, Rachel Ziegler in West Side Story, Jody Comer in The Last Duel, mm-hmm. Renata Reinsva, Simon Rex, Kirsten Stewart, and Andrew Garfield. That is the 10 from the Blankies. Okay.
2: I want to say because you just brought it up again. I'm very surprised uh, Jodie Comer didn't make your list as such a big last duel defender. I think I love like that movie. Th- that movie, like in many ways, hinges on her being able to pull off that last third. She rules. I love Jodie. Comer. She rules, and and like fucking Free Guy is one of those things where she d- gives that movie so much
3: more than that movie deserves. I, sh- I will now finally be watching Free Guy now that it is streaming on. HBO or whatever. Right. Yeah. So technically a free watch. It's an Oscar
4: nominee, so I do have to watch yeah. it. So, uh, look, oh, there you go. I, yeah.
2: I don't have Best much picture? love. Yes. Right. I don't have much love for Free Guy. No. Yeah. But it is one of those things where you're just like, this is a, a sheer. No, I heard similar. Right. Pulling up on yeah. a pretty superficial character. Mm-hmm. She really does a yeoman's work on that. And then A Last Duel is just the whole movie hinges on her perspective and her being able to play these very subtle differences in. Mm-hmm. Incredibly difficult scenes, which he does uh, beautifully—an uh, incredible performance. As someone who doesn't watch a ton of TV and didn't watch Killing Eve, I think it also knocked me out more. Right, sure. Yeah. sure. I was she a was a little more total shock by. for you, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Right, yeah. 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 Who's your winner? My winner would be the drum I've been banging all fucking year. It feels like, even though it's only been six months or whatever. Rebecca Hall in Nighthouse. you love that performance—an incredible performance that may be one of the best depictions of grief I have ever seen. It is. Stunning. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? Oh, yeah. There's the scene where they, she, uh, what's her name? Sarah Goldberg from Barry is her yeah. friend. Yeah. Uh, she's a school teacher. They invite her out for drinks. She's been grieving from the uh, suicide of her husband. And this movie is so attuned to that weirdness of trying to treat someone who's gone through something very traumatic as if they're normal. Yeah. Like, we're just going to create a sense of normalcy for you rather than constantly grieving around you. And how quickly that person can hijack the situation, make it uncomfortable for everyone else. Yeah. So they're trying to tiptoe around stuff. Someone asks her a question. She gets into it and she starts making overly casual jokes about the horrible things she's been living through. Yeah. And it's that thing where her not being sad about it is more disturbing to everyone else around her. Right. It's not her only scene like that in the movie, but it is a thing I don't think I've ever seen an actor perfectly capture. Yeah. Which is that weird, angry humor coming out of like yeah. absolute depths of despair that becomes so unnerving to everyone else around them. An amazing performance by by someone who had quite a year when you also look at passing.
3: You will. Yeah, and also she's my four-time freckle face of the year. <laughs> yeah. So I've been waiting. To make and and for
2: whatever it's worth, would have been my... Casting choice for who should have been uh the fucking Leia Sadu part in the last two Bond movies. Oh. I'm like, that's Very the version of that movie that. that maybe works for me. I think what he has to do is great in No Time
3: to Die. I mean, nothing inspector yeah. performance wise completely works for me. Right. It's tougher yeah. to argue for Spectre. I mean, I could bring Joey Simpson here and he'll give you a Spectre and He, he likes too. that movie. Oh, okay.
2: And then my okay, other two are Benedetta ten and Worst Person in the World. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Benedetta extensively on that episode. Sure. Uh, Virginie, incredible. Uh, and and talk about another, like, bizarre, almost Simon Rexy, like, yeah. how did you see that there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone who was mm-hmm. primarily a television presenter and a weather person who then became sort of a celebrity, yeah. but not taken seriously as an actress, given this incredibly good supporting role in L. but playing a very opposite character, what she does in this. And mm-hmm. she just fucking attacks it. Yeah. And uh, uh, you, it's like, I mean, she sort of gets the spot that I w- would have wanted to push Annabelle Wallace for of just like, yeah, physical commitment, energy, yeah, yeah. weirdness, yeah, definitely. But but uh, another person who had no previous acting experience was a dancer discovered on Instagram, and wow. it was like a oh, year spent on Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> <Page>. <laughs> I really like
3: that performance. Yeah. Yeah. I know that movie is polarizing. I really love that performance.
2: Uh, Same. Uh, And I imagined we'll talk. She's my winner. Renata Reinspa. Marry me. Renata. Uh, That is a movie you pitched. You want to remake Marry Me. Yeah. Yes. I'm holding up a sign at at the Cannes Film Festival. (laughs) The cutest person in the world.
3: A luminous performance. And I I have nominated a lot of luminous performers this year. Because Alana Haim and Rachel Ziegler are similar. Where I'm just like. Oh my God! The personality jumping out of the screen. Like three like, star is born,
2: right? right. And it's like is lightning it just in a bottle. Magic, right? right. Is it specific? But like directors who have very much keyed into specific star qualities of these three people. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
3: And then the other two nominees I have are Cruz and Coleman, who are just like yeah, very, very, very good actresses giving powerhouse performances yeah. like that demand a lot of them. I'm I love
2: Cruz. Think- that movie confused me deeply. Sure.
4: I, I like it as a movie. I think it's it's a star vehicle for her. Right. I was really into anything. it the last
2: 20 minutes and then I went, I have no idea what the fuck this is. <laughs> and it's not like there's a weird twist. It's just no. the movie kind of goes off in an odd cul-de-sac and then about, stays there. It becomes about
4: a thing you weren't, didn't, weren't really thinking it was, thinking it was going to be not the thing I was about. most interested in. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I understand yeah. that. But like, she's somebody, I also think, I think there's a chance she could win the Oscar too. Like, I that's really one. think that that's not out of the question and that would be amazing. Mm. Yeah, I think she's great. Olivia Coleman. Uh, rules. My winner is actually Jansa Juricic for Vadis Ida. Wow, which is a movie I saw because it was up for foreign language film last year, but it didn't get a release in the states until mm-hmm. after the Oscars. Uh, and so this is what has been sort of in my back pocket for a while. Okay. And it was one of those movies, just like it's hard to be like, can't believe nobody saw Vadis Ida because like where were you like mm-hmm. where were you going to see this movie? And yet I want more people to, even though it's very harrowing. It's mm. a, especially now in like the geopolitical times we're living in now to movie a movie about like the Bosnian, uh, you know, the war in Yugoslavia and whatnot. Sure. It's just like, there's a lot of stuff, but she's so really fantastic and just sort of commands that movie. And she's incredibly sympathetic and, and sort of goes through a lot in it. And she plays the, uh, the sort of mother, a wife and mother as uh, who is also an interpreter Okay. for, uh, you know, the, the, Government in the city that is being occupied, and she has to try and get her family out while also remaining to do her job. And it's very tense, but she's
2: she's really incredible in it. I need to watch that movie. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, who's your winner, Joe? That's her. That's oh you yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Do you, so uh,
2: have you have you said everyone? That
3: was my yeah, yeah. Sorry. yes. Okay. Renata is my winner. Uh, we've done. Renata was I- the
2: only one all three of us shared. I, think I believe so. so yes. Yeah. I mean, okay. how do you not? Yeah. No, I agree.
0: Back to the Blankies after these messages.
2: David? Yeah. Relationships take Baby, off.
0: it's
1: the Blankies.
3: All right. Well, before we get to director and picture. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Are there any other awards we want to talk about? going to be a simp for directions that this is about to go in pretty much. Okay. But just kind of absurd to not nominate French Dispatch in every craft category. And I, I think even the people who are cold on that movie. I know. It's so good. Very strange. Very strange.
3: I don't know what happened there except that it's happened before. The only one of his movies to
2: get the any Grand nominations Budapest. outside of screenplay right. or animated film is Budapest. And otherwise, it is bizarre that he never gets costume. He never gets art direction. He right. never gets Especially cinematography. With yeah. like Moonri- or I guess score. Music's the only other place. Right. But, they, but like, right.
3: like Moonrise Kingdom. Yes. Only nominated for screenplay. Royal Tenenbaums. Famously only, only nominated for screenplay. Right. Bizarrely. Obviously, because right. Gene Hackett was the craziest thing uh, in the world. Uh, sure.
2: Life Aquatic, Goose Egg. But that's the... Yeah, yeah, Life Aquatic... These Anyway, I don't know what it is. Because it felt like Grand, uh, Grand Budapest, finally the breakthrough. They're going to recognize that every year you're going to have to fucking put his movies sure. in all these categories.
4: Well, that's why a lot of people thought that French Dispatch was like a front runner a year ahead of time, in terms right. of like, this could be like a big Best Picture contender.
2: It was going to open at Cannes,
1: yeah.
4: all this sort of stuff. And it's... I think a lot of with Wes Anderson is almost like... Who's getting to it first? Who's setting the tone on what the reaction to it is? And he's such a particular filmmaker that, like, if you're not on his wavelength, you're really not on his wavelength. And
2: I'm going to talk about this movie more, but I do think that is a movie that perhaps is not best seen in a film festival setting. Mm -hmm. I think that was not the right way to introduce that movie. Uh, But here's, I want to call out a specific one that I think people aren't talking about. Watching movie second time, I really keyed into- I'm sorry, what were you saying? I said Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. Talk about it, was a, it was a joke about the That's for the kids. It's the moment we think is going to go viral. That's why we cut it. <laughs> right, <the> exactly. Hashtag Encanto. Yeah. David had to make that joke. Visual effects in French Dispatch. Wonderful. Okay, because that's a movie that costs like $20 million. Yeah. And whatever it was, almost 20 years ago, uh, uh, Life Aquatic costs like $60 million. He insisted on building the whole build fucking it boat. It right. sh- And all right. this sort of stuff. Yeah. And you watch Friends Dispatch, and I don't know if there is a single shot in that movie that is not some sort of digital effect, but yet he makes that entire movie feel entirely handmade. And so much of that is that essentially every single shot in that movie is some sort of weird collage. He is no longer building extravagant sets. He's working very thrifty and very fast, building only a piece of it, and then using models and matte paintings and digital effect. All these things to stitch it together, where you have these incredible vistas, you know, these incredible, detailed, layered, nuanced Environments, these immaculate frames uh, that feel very analog. And it's a kind of movie where the digital effects are pretty invisible. And then you have sequences like the thing where he has like the frozen in time people on wire shit where it is actually practical. Yeah. But yeah, that movie fucking rules Another movie I think deserves credit in craft categories is uh, Barb and Star Go to Visa del Mar.
4: I mean, I love that movie. Great movie.
2: We haven't talked phenomenal. about it
4: yet. What mm-hmm. a great
3: movie. Yeah. Uh, it does look phenomenal. It looks good. Yeah, like, and it could
2: so easily have looked like a cheap piece of shit. Yes. You know, like, yeah. yeah, it's a comedy that has some actual fucking scale to it. Do
4: you have cinematography nominees? I didn't write that down. I did write down. I have five uh, voice performance nominees. I love a voice performance that I jotted nomination. Down. Yeah, I got Olivia Coleman in Mitchell's versus the Machines. An
3: outstanding mm. voice She's performance.
4: So good. Yes, Jessica Darrow from Encanto, who is uh, the the Which surface surface pressure, uh, the older sister. A really fun. Uh, really songs. great okay. really mm-hmm. great uh, performance Jack Dylan Grazer and Luca who mm, I think very is good. really really good yeah and
2: that movie it rips hey
4: fishy boy I yeah I, whatever Luca yeah go cute ahead. cute little fishy boy I'm not sure how to pronounce this but uh, uh, Hebe Ebe Griffiths uh the baby in Annette, the singing voice of the baby in Annette. Oh, oh, baby.
3: Annette. And baby Annette. My best
4: voice of vocal performance is the guy who keeps going, Baby, baby Annette. Annette. Yeah, that's true. Baby I should have looked up that, who that is. And yeah. then uh, uh, Stephen Sondheim for a voicemail in Tick, Tick, <laughs> Look, <laughs> well, Look We're my... going to talk about that in Putters and Murmurs
3: <laughs> well. as well. Um, I, yeah, do you, my animated film of the year is definitely Mitchell's versus the Machines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which I think is a really great movie, but I, you know, Flea is obviously very good. Flea to me is like a triumphant movie. It's good as a feat of animation, but Mitchells versus Machines is this really innovative bit of animation, like yeah, it's like it's got all animation. these different styles that are mixed together and all that.
2: Like okay. as yeah.
3: animation, it's also, kind of
2: astounding. Katie
3: Mitchell confirmed blanking. You absolutely oh, yeah. shout out Katie Mitchell, and that's a good performance. Abby Jacobson, yeah. Um, but you know, I like. I know you like
2: Luca. I love I like Luca. Luca, Luca. I Luca. really I love grew for a second
4: time. One of the great last shots in an animated movie is Luca. Yes,
2: and also a movie where, especially watching it a second time, really unlocked for me its power being in how modest it is. Yeah. I think it is somewhat radical to make a film that is sort of that emotionally and, and narratively small scale and is comfortable with that. And it does feel like I feel like anytime there's a movie that has a little bit of that wistfulness in it, people jump to say, like, American Ghibli. Sure. But that is a movie that actually feels kind of Ghibli-esque in its size and its concerns and its focus on the inner lives of its characters. I really will
3: say, I'll say this. Yes.
2: I like Luca. And I, I, you probably haven't seen it yet, but Turning Red, which is about
3: to come I out. I can't wait to see Turning is Red. It's so good. Really? the best thing Pixar has made in years.
4: Fuck! Really? Yes. When did you and watch it? Yesterday. What?
3: What? And uh kind of blows Luca out of the water. But I don't wow. like Luca as much. I, I really wanted to love Luca because I love Italians riding around Vescos yeah. and all yeah. that. And I for some reason was sort of like Too light, many Italians. But, but too many Italians, of course, the my my famous uh anecdote. But uh yeah, my anime I, I, I liked Crypto Zoo as well, but it mm. kind of, you
2: know, Crypto zoo a, is one of those ones where it's like a cool idea and
4: it's like it's interesting. It but yeah, yeah. yeah. I am. I saw say a very interesting animator. The yes.
2: Encanto performance that really jumped out for me was really the like Diane Guerrero.
4: Oh, as. Uh, as um, it plays Isabella. Isabella. Isabella.
2: Yes. Sister. I think I think everyone's too. fun in Encanto. I like,
4: love. I really love Encanto. I like, like that house. I really I love that movie. Yeah.
3: Um, all right. What are some other. Uh, well, cinematography. Yeah, I had Power of the Dog Spencer. West Side Story, Dune in the Green Knight. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, you know, whatever.
4: I jotted down because it's a such a big uh, musicals year. I did write down five choreography nominations. Because okay. I feel like oh. choreography is one of those categories that should be at the Oscars, but are yep. not. Cyrano, for its little interludes into that sort of very sort of beautiful kind of yeah. like Wonderful. waltzing uh, choreography. In the Heights, the uh, 96,000 number in the pool, especially West Side Story. And then I went kind of weird for the last two. I put malignant for fight choreography. I mean,
2: it's really good. Yeah. The
4: fight choreography in malignant is the best yeah. thing I've yeah.
2: seen it's in the quite cop, a while. The scene in the prison, in the, the police the station, station. Yeah. yeah. Did you read the interview with Nicolas Cage where he's talking about how he's going to play Dracula in the Renfield movie? And they were like, what are you pulling from? And he's like, I got really excited by malignant. That's the yeah. first movie and new movie to give me ideas in a mm-hmm. while. That's very, very that's promising. Exciting. That's very <laughs>
4: promising. <laughs> yeah. And it's not really a group dance uh number and i know it's not yeah, everybody's whatever. favorite but katrina boff dancing in belfast now is i mean the that's that's that some movie.
3: sexy
1: stuff
2: that's mess- the whole thing so i'm like wonderful.
3: get
4: this kid
2: out of here <laughs> <laughs> i don't give a shit yeah.
4: i right. well, stole some sweets
3: i yeah. don't care i'm right? also
2: like maybe get the older people out of here maybe also yeah. get jamie dornan out of here and oh, maybe I, let I, me just like, watch her dance i like for what Dornan Dorn- Dorn is doing but yeah the, I, that movie's both is it's fine it's fine I'm not even saying that, like, condescendingly. It's fine. I, I was watched, so I went, ready part. to love that movie. Yeah, yeah. I was like, just, uh, my mouth is open. Stuff the ham sandwich right. inside. <laughs> you told me, like, that the most damning thing in the world is that that movie couldn't make me cry. And I couldn't have been I more was buttered so up. Shy. That's yeah. what you told me after watching. Score. Do you
3: guys have any favorite scores? Obviously, I have Johnny Greenwood, and Power of the Dog. Yeah. Yes. And Hans Zimmer and Zune, Dune, who are Oscar nominees. Annette obviously had a very expansive, interesting score by the yeah. males. I really love Johnny Greenwood's Spencer score. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I thought it was kind of ignored because they all went to dog. I really loved Daniel Hart's Green Knight music. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Some other nominee: the Blankets nominated Dune, Power of the Dog, Annette, Spencer, and Canto. But they also had the French Dispatch, lovely score, Green Knight, West Side Story, Licorice Pizza. Well, it yeah. doesn't really have a score, but whatever. Uh, no Time to Die.
2: Licorice Pizza has a little bit of smart. Very. Very little. little yeah. yeah. Also yeah. with Johnny
3: Greenwood. I don't know any other scores you guys liked.
4: I didn't jot down scores specifically, but like um, the yeah. the the Spencer score I think was one I agree with you that like it would have been nice if that had been sort of uh, resurface. My favorite score of the year was on TV, actually. It was uh, the Station Eleven score, the Dan mm-hmm.
2: Romer. We should listen Station to Station I love score. Dan
3: Romer's score.
4: It's yeah. a phenomenal score. Um,
2: I just want to give out a word here. I'm just looking here. Biggest, reddest dog goes to Clifford the Big Red Dog.
4: Upset. Mm. All right.
3: Yeah. I don't know, but Drive
2: My Car, if you think about it metaphorically, it's a nice red dog. <laughs> it's isn't? a nice big red dog. I could do Biggest Reddest Creature and then Turning Red would be an early front runner for next year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big. If, if I want to make it an evergreen she category. That's she the
3: thing bit. that's sort of underrated. It's like she, she doesn't
4: really turn into a regular red panda. No. She turns into like a ten foot tall. Yeah,
2: red that's bandit. cool. That fucking rules.
3: Uh, great movie about. Hormones. I wanted Come
4: uh on. some spillover room for supporting actress, so I created a category that is best performance as a witch or ghost. Okay. Which There's is a, it's where a Ben category. Uh, I know. I don't. I don't want to step no, no, on no, any no, toes no, or anything ahead, like that, ahead. Ben. But uh, Catherine. This is where Catherine Hunter for Tragedy of Macbeth uh. shows up for me. Uh, Charlotte Rampling in Dune as a as a Bene Gesserit who is. Part nun, part witch. I feel like mm-hmm. there's. No, she's you know, a witch. Sure, yes. This basically the reason I created this category is because I wanted to, to give something to Sarita Choudhury for uh, Green Knight, incredible, who was not in that incredible movie enough witchcraft. to really
1: crack. I thought about actress. it,
4: and I was similarly yeah. like, it would be maybe a bit it would a be a stretch, but yeah. like
3: Sarita Choudhury. By the way, have you guys seen After Yang yet? No. Oh yeah. I don't want to spoil much about After Yang, but it begins with opening credits yep. in which every member of the cast does a dance. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And her. It's one of those. I sat down for the movie and I was like, I know Colin Farrell is in this. I don't really know anything else. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so you're seeing almost every cast member in this opening credit sequence mm-hmm. before you meet them in the movie. And when she pops up and pops off,
4: it's amazing. It's
2: spellbinding. You
4: so almost good. want to jump out of your seat. Yeah. you're kind cheering. of. It's like, great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Yeah. I, I, an actress who's great in Hologram for the King, a movie. I yeah, I have a not movie to I'm now decided I'm gonna make a running bit of bringing up as much as I can. I love Stree to Chandra. Yeah. Same. Jennifer Ely and St.
4: Maud, which is not really fitting the category exactly. Whatever. She's sort of she like, counts. Yeah. She's scary. And then maybe finally. Maybe she's the
3: devil. We don't know. We don't know. I mean, we kind of know, but maybe.
4: And then Timothy Spall and Spencer, who I genuinely believed was dead for most of that movie. <laughs> I mean,
3: yeah. I like that performance.
4: I do, I do too. No, just me. Like, like, yeah. the, the shining of it all, yeah, right? Yeah, like, they're yeah, just like, yeah. it's just like, are you? Is this guy dead? Is he maybe no, dead? No,
2: he's definitely yeah. got like evil bartender from the shining yep. energy now, in that movie. Yeah, I feel like 100%. both of you at different points in the year. Throughout predictions of performances you thought might qualify for putters and murmurs. Me. I mean, to me, there's I a know.
3: runaway winner.
2: There was, look, for me, there's one that I saw the second it showed up on screen. I went, this has to be it. Look, again, I wish the car from Drive My p- Car counted, but it's not really a putter. That thing rides smooth. Yeah, that's true. Sorry. It's not like Goofy's Jalopy. There's, I don't think it's the one that either of you predicted, but there was one where when it popped up on screen, I went, this has to be it. Can I hear your predictions, both? My winner for Putters and Murmurs is Bradley Whitford and Tick Tick Boom. Uh, th-
4: this and is what you told me. Puttering and murmurs. Yes, that's a great one. All yes. murmurs. Yeah. yeah.
2: Who is your putter or? Murmurer? I mean,
4: as soon as I saw Pig, I sort of jotted down Nicholas Cage as an early favorite. Certain.
2: And I feel like you said to me, like, is that a case where someone could win Best Actor and Putters and Murmurs? I think I texted you right. that. The, that the Turner. Right. Um, not right. a movie that I liked, but I you.
4: thought uh, Mark Rylance in that movie in Don't Look Up is uh, a classic.
2: Well, he's murmuring. It's It's a a, classic. It's almost more of a grumbles and mumbles. Well, he's got a little, though. I mean, of course,
3: yes, grumbles and mumbles, which was, there was also mumbles and muffles and stuff, stutters and stammers and glowers and frowners last year. Yeah. Well, apparently we also gave a best supporting thermos performance. (laughs) Oh, Halloween, of course, yeah.
2: That was a tough category last year. Actually. I had a couple. Do we have one this year. They're good thermos. No, oh, I can't man. think of one.
4: I I jotted down best whispers and shushers, which is uh, uh a Dasa as Dolores Madrigal in in Canto, Oh, who mm. whispers her way through yeah. that movie? Yeah,
2: I love that character. Uh,
4: Croakers and lurkers was Catherine Hunter in the Taj yeah, Perfect. Of perfect hunchers and Strutters, which is my uh, John McGarro in many saints of Newark, as uh, <laughs> as Silvio Dante. That
3: performance give, is the most unhinged performance. It's the most of yes. the year. unhinged
4: performance of the year. Yes. It's why? Why in the world did you feel like you needed to give Silvio a signature walk? And it's yet, like
3: he watched The Sopranos through a telescope. Yeah,
4: or <laughs> I'm like, what? What do you
3: think you but, are doing? But the wrong well, end sp- of a telescope. Yes, I spent <laughs> half the movie being like, who is he playing? and I right. you was know, yes. like. Wait, What's going on? He's up? supposed to be Silvio? Like,
4: wait a second. It's amazing. Like, Incredible. Um, yeah. okay. And then Who, finally, okay. clangers and whistlers for uh, the pipes in The Humans. Okay.
3: Oh, great pipe work in The Humans, by the way. The Humans is about these uh, These kids. Yeah, uh, the daughter of a family is throwing Thanksgiving in her new apartment, which she's just moved into, so it's empty. And the apartment is kind of like haunted in a New York City way where like there's a lot of bangs and weird groans and noises. And you're like, is this just Neighbors in the Pipes or
4: are we about to die like kind of yeah. weird it's the energy. only New York City movie that ever made me feel like I should leave New York City
2: <laughs> it's,
3: it's, it's got it's got an intense energy yeah. who, Griff yeah. who is your My runaway putterer
2: runaway putters. it's a small performance but it's almost like a skill piece kind of win yeah Stephen Root in the tragedy of Macbeth uh, I mean, Oh, very good someone who was able to with less than five minutes of screen time successfully putter and murmur his way through Shakespeare he does putter so well while being well. coherent and look obviously one of the all time great putters and murmurs when he wants to be yeah right but the fact that he was able to do it with that material yeah and not the bard, at the expense you of the movie yeah he's the that movie came in late but you you're know? right you're yeah right. I loved Sondheim but it was the second that performance came on screen I went I'm in love you, haven't, Putters and Murmurs you
4: haven't seen my number one Putters and Murmurs, though. And Which I'm is? interested to see Brenda Deese Dice in uh, Red Rocket, who actually has just been the oh, yes.
3: She
2: is a good Putter and Murmur. She's murmurer.
4: the the mother-in-law uh, in Red Rocket. And it is
2: classic Putters Look, and Murmurs. I want to remind people that, that that first year where all three of us gave Michael B. Jordan Best Actor. Yeah. My close number two was Ian McKellen and Mr. Holmes. Right, who originated this. And I felt so bad that I was snubbing him that I gave him putters and murmurs as a consolation prize. A thing that has now just become an ironclad That's history. must address. It. That's history.
4: Right. Yep. I track it throughout the year, Griffin. We, I keep all of I'm
3: yeah. trying to think of some other ones. Okay. Jada Pinkett Smith in The Matrix Resurrection. Yep. yep. She yep. putters. Yep. Mm-hmm. Rufus Sewell and Old. Yes. Murmurs. Now there's not a lot of puttering. No, no. But he murmurs he a lot. True. He yeah. does.
4: The fish dad in, in in not the fish dad, the uh the human dad in Luca sort of He's is more a, of a mumbles and grumbles. He's a mumbles and grumbles.
1: You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I
3: mean Sean Harris in the Green Knight. Murmurs a lot. Yeah, he doesn't really putter. It's stationary. Yeah, sits. Yes, right. Sits and murmurs. The is sure. really important. It, it is. is important. It's it is. Important. You need the physicality of yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah. I guess those are the main
2: ones. Because if we if we lose sight of the puttering, right, it just it's like becomes... what's happening to the Oscars
3: right now. Right. You're just, right. You're, you're, it you're becomes you're least tarnishing and, the brand. Right. Right.
2: Yeah. Which right. is not the spirit of the category.
0: Best director.
4: All right, out to present best director, we have Luca Guadagnino, Bong joon Ho, Steve McQueen, George Miller, and Kelly Reichert. Mm. Oh, an
3: International Smorgasbord.
4: Yeah. And Kelly Reichert. And again, just a group you want to hang with. Like I a continental kinda, breakfast. Can we stack
3: them tallest to yeah. smallest? Because yeah. Kelly Reichert's like a, an even 4'8 or whatever. <laughs> and I feel like Bong is really tall.
4: Like, yeah. I feel like yeah. there's a good.
3: Yeah. Anyway. Bong, Bong is
4: weirdly tall. Is Luca Guadagnino tall? Is Luca tall? Yeah. The internet could tell us. Six feet tall. All right. Not as tall as me, but, you know, whatever.
2: My nominees for Best Director of a Motion Picture are Joachim Schreer, worst person in the world. Did I say his name wrong? No, you got it. I think. Paul Schrader for The Card Counter and another good year of Facebook posts. (laughs) (laughs) All W's on that All doves. Never taken an L. Not once. Gene Campion for The Power of the Dog. Mm. Wes Anderson for The French Dispatch. And Wrigley Scott for The Last Duel. Ridley Wrigley Scott. Old Wiggly. Wow, Ridley. making
3: your ballot. I know. Good for you.
2: It's it's one of the full time few times that I feel uh I, I've been fully Ridley pilled as much as I do like a lot of his movies. But yeah. this year I was like, that's some fucking directing. Yeah. Uh Joe.
4: All right. I made a last minute change. We're all very excited. Okay. All right. Wes Anderson in The French Dispatch. Yes! You talked me into it, Griffin. Thank you. So, good job. Thank you. Uh, David Lowery for The Green Knight. Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog. Lin-Manuel Miranda for Tick, Tick, Boom. Wow. Excellent. And Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. David Sims.
3: Jane Campion, Power of the Dog. Steven Spielberg, West Side Story. Steven Spielberg, West Side Story. I'm just going to nominate. Five <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, Joachim yeah. Trier, Worst Person in the World. pitch pong We're or Memoria... Uh, that's the one I'm tripping over. And Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza. Mm. Those are my nominees. The Blankies nominated: Jane Campion, Denis Villeneuve, Steven Spielberg, Paul Thomas Anderson, and David Lowry.
4: Mm. Villeneuve was the one I do- I bumped off at the last minute. I do That's f- what I the do- Oscars did. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure surprised did. you bumped him too, David. I I I'm a
3: straight top five. Almost yeah. always. It's yeah. very
4: rare for me to bump someone on okay. my top five. And Dune is my. Well, we'll get to it.
3: Yeah. But it isn't my top ten. Mm.
4: I do think that's a. It's one of those ones where it's just like just the undertaking of it all. I absolutely I appreciate no. It's it. a wonderful piece of
3: direction. He rules,
4: and you know, nice fun bonus points for you know trying to stick it to Warner Brothers as often the whole as he time. tried to do this year. Very much in his corner on that. I mean, I don't want to even talk about runners up because we'll talk about it in Best Picture, I suppose. Lin Manuel Miranda is my sort of outlier from the two of y'all, and I mostly just feel. Well, like I think that's a great. Uh, I mean, we talked yeah. about it when when I mentioned the screenplay, like that is a really, really difficult bit of adaptation. And I think he gives every little part of that movie just a ton of care and energy and invests in it. Yeah. Just like everything feels infused with, you know, intent and, and energy. Like it's just and a, a lot really
2: people fail spectacularly trying to fossy their way around the conception of yes cinematic. Musical yes. numbers, and he actually has some really interesting ideas in that movie. Yeah,
3: he's my yeah. runner-up for first film. I, Maggie is my oh, winner there, but, but I should but, have done but, a first yeah. film. But yes, yeah. Well, we have to do that. At the Critics Circle, so I had to think about it. Yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah. Griff, who's your winner?
2: My winner for best director, once again in the name of Spring the wealth of be and Campion. Jane Campion. Jane Campion. Probably going to win the Oscar. Oscar.
3: Uh, My winner is Joachim Trier. Who you got? I got Campion. She's pretty good. Yeah. She's pretty good at what she does. Yeah. We love her. Yeah. Do we just roll straight through to Best Picture?
2: Yeah. Why not? Okay. I think so. Best
0: Picture.
4: I didn't have pre- – I didn't know who we could have done for – Saul Zanetz. Saul Zanetz,
1: right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
3: famed producers of, of yesteryear. Uh, uh, come on, give me some. Anyway, I mean, fun. all the
4: ones you can that jump into your head are disgraced and, and not right, what are talking right. about. Okay, so, fine, uh, yeah, right. Saul Zanetz it is. Comes okay. out alone. He comes out alone. And <laughs> yeah, the like, ghost of Saul Why Saul am I here? Yeah.
2: <laughs> all right. Uh, well, uh, Griffin. I'm just, <laughs> just going to do it. I'm just going to say just it. And I waffled on whether or not I could do it, but I'm going to do it because I, if I don't do it, I'm being dishonest. Once right. again, this this position I found myself in several times before. My number ten movie of the year is F nine. Very good. I just I, I gotta be honest. That's fair. Where do I have the, the F9 movies on my list? I like the that movies. Movie. We do love the movies. I have it sixty second. Okay, well, actually, go fuck. Yourself. But I do, I do really like. <laughs> no, that no, movie. I know, I know. But I'm just saying, actually, in all earnestness, go fuck yourself. I understand. Number nine, Undine. Number eight, The Card Counter. Number seven, The Last Duel. Number six, Benedetta. Number five, Tatan. <gasps> number four, Pig. Pig. Okay. Number three, The Power of the Dog. Number two, The Worst Person in the World. Number one, The French Dispatch. That's your movie. That's my movie, baby. Very good. Good numbered. Yeah. Good numbers. Good numbers. Good there. numbers. Thank you, Thank you. Very
4: good. Good job with the numbers. Thank you. All right. Mine are number 10, The Green Knight. Mm. Number nine is Flea. Number eight is Pig. Number seven is Tick, Tick, Boom. Six is Petite Maman. Five is Quavadas Ida. Four is Red Rocket. Three is Shiva Baby. Two is West Side Story. And number one is The Power of the Dog. Wow. Arf, arf. The blankies,
3: I should shout them out, of course, had. I'll go 10 to 1. Worst Person at 10. Pig at 9. Last Duel, 8. Matrix at 7. Drive My Car at 6. Green Knight at five, West Side Story at four, Dune at three, Power of the Dog two, Licorice Pizza was their best picture. Mm. Mine are number 10, The Card Counter, number nine, Dune, number eight, The Matrix Resurrections, number seven, The Green Knight, number six, Drive My Car, number five, West Side Story, number four, Power of the Dog, number three, Memoria, number two, Licorice Pizza, number one, the worst person in the world Mm. with a bullet. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, my list has been up all year. Everyone yeah, knows what my topic is. <laughs> but uh, I do love to update it. Mm, that's yeah. what I love
2: to do. Mm. Constantly update lists. Constantly flux. Yep. Yeah, I mean, Same. I've kept my Letterbox list unranked all year, which is fun because once every two weeks, someone will go, is this ranked? Yeah. Furious that The Little Thing still seems to be my number one movie of 2021. <laughs> it would be a hot take. <laughs> it would be. That's why they're just like, Letto, what is the argument letter- here? <laughs> No, Not that's more scary. of a snivels and I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
3: After Yang again coming out next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a movie where every actor has yep. putters and Merkels. I think cool. that's right. Energy. I think yeah. that's cool. right.
2: Yeah. Loganotta gets it. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah uh, those are yeah. What a what a lovely year for cinemas. I, I think it was a really strong. good year. Yeah, I think it was a very good year. I was very happy to have been able to see everything that I did. I I wound up, this was my festivaliest year ever, actually, even though I only uh, was able to attend New York in person, but I was able to do Sundance and TIFF and New York all together for the first time ever, which Mm -hmm. was Mm -hmm. pretty rad. Yeah, it's a good, I'm happy with my top 10. It was an incredibly competitive top 10. I kept shuffling a lot of things into those last sort of few spots.
2: If French's Bad just kind of knocked me away when I saw it and, uh, what, it came out fairly early in the season in September, September, right. But I'd already heard like three months of people being pretty lukewarm on it. Right. It had gone over. Okay. My expectations were lowered and I fucking love Wes Anderson, but I'm not like a straight simp for him where there's certainly movies of his that I dislike or, or like to lesser degrees. And this is like, it's, it's a top three movie of his, uh, for me. And I think, you know, the more ornate his films become, the more in your face his craft becomes. Absolutely. I think uh, a lot of people uh, understandably get suffocated by that. But the one complaint I always find very frustrating is when people say, like, his movies aren't about anything. Right. Because I think increasingly, whether successfully or not, he is probing more and more into things. And I also think he is using the artifice and the sort of style of his movies to comment on these ideas of, presentation and authorship and culture and society and all those sorts of things. And French Dispatch is like such an amazing ode to the idea of authorship in a way, right? Because it's so much about like these three stories, but these three stories are defined by who is telling them, their perspective, their perception of this event, this subject, this person, this art, whatever it is. Um, and, and then the added level to it, the thing that kind of knocks me out about that movie is that like, it is weirdly the entire movie, a eulogy for a guy who has less than five minutes of screen time, who in so many ways is like a very incidental character. Right. And yet for, by the end of the movie, you do feel for me, at least no, I, I know the sense of yeah. emotional grief for this guy who you didn't really know because the whole point was yeah. he was this invisible hand, right? right. His life's work was. This rich kid who took his fucking father's money and shacked up in this odd town in France and gave a bunch of weird expats the freedom to find subjects that no one else was going to write about. And what he did was just let them do that. And when he died, they buried him in the middle of a field. They gave him an editor's burial. Right. Right. And this is his last testament. No crying, you know, no sentimentality.
4: Well. Remember after the 2016 election, and there had been the sort of the the immediate reactions, whatever. And one of the things, the sort of rallying points was we got to support the press. A free press is going to be like Meryl Streep's like Cecil B. DeMille acceptance speech, like ended with this rallying cry of like we have to support a free press. It's going to be our first line of defense against whatever's coming. And it felt like a lot of people then were maybe like there was you know people doing their sort of like ode to journalism and the mm-hmm. press and whatever and i was like this ends up being wes anderson in the wes Andersoniest way possible sort of this is what his ode to a well-funded free press Absolutely. ends up being is this very particular you know a world that has never quite existed but in many in our you know in shades of our memories it sort of
2: did. which i think is what the more his films get masked and artifice the more he's commenting on the idea of why we would want things that were this sort of ornate and immaculate whatever aforementioned cam collins wrote an incredible letterbox review of french dispatcher that touched on a lot of things i like but for me the two things that are like just master strokes in that movie are uh and there's so many stylistic conceits that uh the first time i found it overwhelming could not decipher why he was doing much of what he was doing Mm uh but the the use of Color, the second time for me, when he decides to pop in because the stories are mostly black and white, really kind of unlocked what his interests are there, which is can you find moments of pure transcendent beauty in the world, whether they are the work that someone makes or an experience or a person, the idea of their life, what it's able to inspire whatever. Those are the kinds of sparks that if you capture as a writer and you're able to communicate that people can actually change the world in some microscopic way perhaps big orange caftan yeah right but the other thing is every one of those stories has the final little coda beat of bill murray editing the story yes and the difference between those four and how he approaches those four writers and the idea that he is not a good editor because he has his house style but that he knows how to nurture these four people and understand what they're trying to do and get the best out of them uh I, i find that movie like unbearably emotional do you guys want to make your cases for your number ones
4: I mean that dog was really powerful.
2: Really powerful. Just in that moment. Really man. powerful.
4: I loved that movie. I mean, it's, it's whatever. So it's gonna. We it's just, getting all. and I just lathered yeah, praise just, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, um, you know, quite a quite a film. Obviously, we've talked about West Side Story. Um, Shiva Baby is unbearably tense and also incredibly funny. Red Rocket, we talked about. I mean, with the, I mean by this by this time in the you know in the podcast we've talked about everything i didn't really talk about flea too much but uh david you mentioned it a little bit it's like really really wonderful little year.
3: movie yeah i don't know I, I i like all the movies that i said that are in my list i i <laughs> as always with not just the blankies but like you know i am done with 2021 yes. in film like yes. you've I don't...
2: had to Right. right, yeah.
3: I've sort of gone over. it So you can read yeah. my praise of worst person, or you can come at me, bro, or whatever. <laughs> you can text me. Go out of it. just text me. So
2: what's the best one in on twenty twenty two so far? Uh, my number one is after
3: Yang for so far.
2: You know, it's very early. Yeah, let me my, check here. My number one is Jackass Forever. <laughs> I mean, Narrowly beating movie. out Blacklight, Hotel Transylvania, Transylvania, Transylvania mm-hmm. Moonfall. I've done a tough my year. thing
4: where like January and February is pretty much still 2021 catch up for it's me. So, it's like, The year yes. has just started. Right, the me,
2: movies I've seen uh, yeah. this year have not been uh, movies. You have, you have you charted... Um, yeah. I'm still I I am still Uncharted
3: Will you be seeing The Batman before You go on your cruise
2: No right I don't think so oh. I mean how could you Really There are I know a couple Ways I sneaks, could do it But I'm probably right. Not gonna do it The other thing is I unfortunately Have not yet Witnessed the power Of dog Oh I also have not have yet
3: lined
4: up for dog Arf arf uh, But I would like to see it Yeah The Channing Tatum Spring is uh, is upon us <laughs> Bark bark
3: uh, Bark bark Ben do you have any awards for us? He's picking up the microphone.
5: I the microphone. <laughs> uh, it, all right. We're like two hours. It's always minutes. long. I know. And I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired too. I can You've wrap been it entertaining. Up. You've had wrap guests. Yes. We have had guests uh, at my home. You and Chris we're just
3: about to get on a boat. So we're going to get a week off. off. <laughs> I'm going to keep
5: it short and sweet this year, y'all. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. I got some, I got some original categories okay. of my own that I've been doing. Again, if you're a new listener and somehow have made it this far, to Congratulations. This fucking shit. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here we go. All right. So, normally I start out, I have this whole thing where I'm like, what if you remake? And then, you know, it's like with babies, with animals. Mm. I'm switching <laughs> things up this year. Okay. All right. So, I'm changing the conceit. Okay. Okay. Instead of like, what if you redid? What if you just took something out? Okay. Oh, a neg- a addition neg- by right. subtraction. Right. Wow. Right. Okay. Correct. So, okay. First up, the comedy and don't look up. Too much of too many laughs.
2: I don't know Ben though because <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel scolded us for nominating these very serious, boring movies like Don't Look Up instead of Spider Man. The austere, refined art house sensibility of Don't Look Up, rather than a populist
5: movie like Spider Man. Sorry to be so controversial. You're I'm brave. Not You're brave. I know I am. Thank you. Another thing I'd love to just have taken out of the, of the film is the excitement. Of of Nightmare Alley, I are too excited.
1: <laughs>
5: wow, body blow! <laughs> like I felt my heart just beating at such a fast rate the whole time. I was worried for my health.
3: Yeah, you thought you might have to. You know, is there a doctor in this
5: movie theater? Mm-hmm, truly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Too much reality and realism in House of Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was is like, this is a documentary. Is <laughs> this oh <my God. laughs> What's going on? Yeah. Wilds, wilds. <laughs> wild. Just take that old guy out of Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> oh, what, <laughs> wow. What is up with that guy? He's old. How did he, he just went to the want, beach? What yeah, can beach. I tell you? Just yeah. wandered on set or something? Universal had both of those movies. They could have just they cut it in. Could've. It would have made the movie work better, probably. Yeah. Mm. Um all right so moving on of course we have each year the Weddies movies <laughs> I, I like to uh, reward the golden mop uh for being you know achieving great moments in moisture wetness truly the dampness. puppy bowl to our super bowl uh, really, so is, so is you know yeah, films yeah. that have soaked you know the best it's soaked like through they've soaked through <laughs> There's <laughs> 20, 2021 it's, yeah. <laughs> it's gotten to the floorboards it's yeah yeah. yeah 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 and like i also in the years past Picked movies that made me cry. And mm. I just True. decided to zero in on just really one film because I think it just achieved wetness in a lot of different ways. No nominees,
2: just one award given to give one award. a Palm Door situation. yeah right, exactly. Right, right. And it's like Rush
5: pizza. And it's because they water flood beds. a fucker's house. They yeah. do flood a fucker's And house. he deserves it. And it's entertaining as fuck. And they sell water beds. And they, and they sell, sell water, water up. Yeah. And they got- they're sweaty. And, you know, yeah. come on. There's it's a just- gas crisis. Yeah, that's, that's a liquid. That is. Interesting, because gas crisis <laughs> leads me to my next new thing. Whoa, oh, oh. You know, I've Keep also been I the I want years... 20 minutes of this, Ben. I'm just
2: luxuriating right now. <laughs> we need a little more episode time.
5: Okay. Well, uh, you know, in the years past, I've also revealed to myself to be somewhat of a dry guy. you become a dry guy. <laughs> <You change laughs> friends. And so (laughs) I thought, why not? If I have a wet category, why not add a dry category? Sure. sure. I haven't come up with a better name other than The Dries. Uh So I'm open for, you know, any kind of um, input on that one. Sure. And uh, so The Golden Broom this year goes to West Side Story because the movie is so, so dusty. There's there's in such a delightful way. salt. Oh my God. Yeah, salt, Oh, the salt. What about? David. I just want to. say, yeah, dune.
3: dune. <laughs> These <movie is> like <laughs> Dune a, a, <laughs> of
2: no moisture plants. About spice, <laughs> and they're surrounded by a different type of granular material. I
5: had dune on here. Look, see, you can see across it out. Okay, you can cross <laughs> it out. <laughs> okay, too so obvious? there is proof. It's too obvious. Yeah, yeah, and also because I just I think Wes, I would have enjoyed to sweep. The, the set of West Side Story. You know what I'm saying? Dune feels unsweet. Like, you know, I would love you know to have fun, a golden man. broom to this, sweep up that scene. I set. can
3: tell you an anecdote that Spielberg revealed on the DJ podcast, which is Janusz Kaminski, the cinematographer, mm. kept adding puddles to the set because he loves you know mm-hmm. lights bouncing out of a puddle sure. and all that yeah and people they're like the, the producer would be like you can't do this you're gonna hurt someone like <laughs> one of these dancers is gonna <laughs> slip in the puddles and they kept like drying his puddles up <laughs> like like producer was basically like come on I want a swimming pool of water out
5: there want, anyway so wet and dry that's amazing yep. that's incredible it's a good wow thing. And then uh, the classic category. Um, no, thank you. Um, no, thank you. No, again. So, so nothing's being replaced with fruit or babies or no, anything. No, no doubt. No, no. It was I subbed know, out. I know. Yeah. I know, I know. Just I just kind of shouldn't think. There'll be an
2: outcry. There will be. There will be an outcry. There will be an outcry. I'm sure there will be an outcry. There's going to be pushback. Kimble Toro is going to complain. This is not the right year to do
5: this. Cinema is still recovering. I get the body blow to me, but
3: why? Why do this? Yeah. yeah.
5: Okay, so, yeah, so the um, no thank yous is pretty self-explanatory. And again, I'm sorry, I, uh you know, I nominate multiple movies normally, but there's really just one winner. Oh, I don't think this should come as a surprise, but just in case, I don't know, I'll just come right out and just say a big old, um, no.
1: Thank. thank you
5: to being the Ricardos. That shit looks visible <laughs> and awful and just not entertaining in the least bit whatsoever. I could not, couldn't pay me to do it. Sure. I, you would have to chain me down. Just to
2: explain to people who don't know, I'm um, No Thank Yous are movies Ben refuses to watch. No Correct. thank you. Don't Correct. need it. Any other I'm um, No Thank Yous or is that no, the that's winner? that's it. And then, okay. of course,
5: I just have a couple of honorable mentions. So, first of all, another new kind of just thing uh, that I might start up. We'll see how it goes if I want to keep doing this. Uh, uh, Anyway, I'm starting off with the I'm sorry's. And the I'm sorry is I really I'm sorry to the father. That movie fucked me up. I was so negative on it. I was like, this is an old guy and it seems like it's about senility and it seems really Uh depressing. I watched it on a plane. I cried my Fucking incredible life away. It's It's an incredible film. Okay.
2: Now just I just for perspective, I do want to remind people that you did also cry your eyes out on a plane at the opening scene of Paw Patrol, the movie, a film you (laughs) you did not have headphones on for, and were watching over the shoulder of the person sitting in front of you. That is correct. (laughs) A scene in which a car swerves out of the way to not hit a dog on a bridge.
5: That sounds good. But then the car is hanging down off the bridge and the dog patrol deals with it. They save the guy because he's a good guy. Obviously, he swerved out of the way to didn't <laughs> want to hit the... All right. I, we can't get into this. Ben's crying. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm, that's
5: the real power of the dog. That's,
2: the real, that the, that's real the real power. That is the real power of our the dog. Farf dog.
5: Farf. Uh, okay. Best pig goes to pig, of course. Yeah, of course. What a good pig. Best no mullet. No pig, your cat. No, I know. Sorry, pig. You always are in my heart. Um, best mullet goes to Matt Damon in The Last Duel. Absolutely. Fucking killer haircut. Unbelievable. Killer. It's one of the those hair co- work
3: in them. haircuts that goes bad all the way around uh, going to get, like yeah. a horseshoe haircut uh, yeah. yeah yeah
1: it's yeah.
5: amazing all right and then lastly i just want to say uh honorable mention of historical psychedelia to green Knight cuz i think that's just mm. like a really interesting thing i've never seen before Medieval, and so i'm yeah. like i'm like i'm i wanted to grab Coleridge and just like read some fucking kubla khan ass shit you know <laughs> after seeing that movie i love it okay. anyway that's me Bye. ben hosley on blank check Seventh annual Blanky Awards, my original categories. We did it, guys. It's the end of the episode. Uh Take us away.
2: Well, you know, people are still reeling from the shock that we repositioned and restructured the entire ceremony to build up to movie I would replace with dogs or babies. Right, of course. Uh, Animals or babies or fruit, whatever the category was. I'm just saying we restructured the entire ceremony to build up to that as the final award because we thought that was going to be the most emotional point of the night. Of course. And unfortunately, course. now there's no winner. And then Anthony
4: Hopkins won Best Actor instead. And we right. Were, our so Joaquin Phoenix is kind of
2: just standing on stage patting his <laughs> legs and we're going to whip pan over <laughs> to Questlove who now has to by default act like the host. And go. Uh, thank you for tuning in to crazy,
4: the crazy, insane thing that happened
2: 2022 seventh annual Blanky Awards. Thank you all for listening. Thank you to Joe Reed.
4: Thanks for having me once again. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> I don't
2: know. This had Oscar buzz.
4: Yeah, this yeah. had Oscar buzz. Come listen to uh, my co host Chris File and I talk about movies that were positioned for Oscars in one way or another and didn't make it. Uh, we are on Twitter at had underscore Oscar underscore buzz. By the time you listen to this, uh, our latest episode, on Margaret will be a few weeks old, but going into that movies, one movies a, a best of the decade. One of my favorite on. episodes yeah. that we've done. I can't while. wait to
2: listen. It's, uh yeah. Love people talking. Margaret, Dave, and I have both been on the show. Yes, this, we'll uh, have to did an have, episode on Jude Law's Alfie. I know we'll have to have each of you Two A's, back point. two
3: two thousand four A's. Yes, yeah. Alexander yeah. and Alfie, or maybe
1: two thousand five. When yeah. when Somewhere will they combine it. the no, two were, of them yeah. together?
2: Yeah, so check that out. Thank you all for listening. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you to Marie Barty, Voice of the Blankies, much like Peter Coyote, the Don Sutherland of this podcast, and for our social media, and for building with her bare hands, BlankCheckPod.com, a great new website. You can go to check out a bunch of things. March Madness is in full swing, but also you got links now to merch and Reddit and Discord and Patreon and all these other things. And speaking of, on the Blank Check Patreon... We're doing the Matrix commentaries. We've gone back to the Matrix, aforementioned. Uh, Last two get kooky. Just be warned. I mean, guys, we
3: talked about Rage Resurrections a lot already. Yes. So that commentary is very tangential. That's
2: almost an oops-all lunch order. Like, it's not, but it has that (laughs) energy. We're pretty locked in for Reloaded and Revolution. I think Reloaded is exactly what you all want out of this episode. It's David going hard into lore. I'm trying. You're in the pain. But, uh, yes, uh, Resurrections is uh, chaos. Uh, and uh, uh, keep voting for March Madness, both on our Patreon for franchises and uh, main feed for uh, who will be the winner of the 20th century bracket to next week for the start of our next series, Podcast Me to Hell. We've Sam already Ramey. announced
3: it. We have. Get Sam out of Ramey. here. Oh, that's yeah. fun. Yeah.
2: Uh, so next week, a nice classic guestless episode of The Evil Dead. That's right, baby. Experience. That's Good movie. Yeah. Here's the thing about that movie that I really like. The filmmaking. Yeah. <laughs> It's very good. Uh Ramey's already fun. We've done a, a handful of them and it's, uh, it's it's just fun to watch those movies. It's easy. that's
1: tough. Especially the early ones you're Cup just like butter.
2: what what energy this guy's got? And as always, Joe, you do have some explaining to do about that Nicole Kidman
1: nomination. Uh
4: wah.
0: I'm Marie Barty and this has been the 7th annual Blank Check Awards. With music by the Alex Barron Orchestra. Illustrations and graphics created by Joe Bowen and Pat Reynolds. Produced by A.J. McKeon. Executively produced by Ben. Promotional consideration for the Blankies provided by ChipCoin, the official currency of the moon. The Lumiere Brothers Factory. Walking out of work, walking into film history. Water. Did you remember to drink some today? Dan Lewis's Shack of Subs. He retired from acting. He's making sandwiches now. Bronco Henry. Radio Shack. Fran Magazine. Votes for the 7th Annual Blank Check Awards were tabulated and certified by the accounting firm of Fernst & Young. Special thanks to Jack Reed, Party Blue Jay, and the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Blankies for their contributions.
2: So we're up to H-A-P-P-Y on the <laughs> birthday sign. No, I seriously. Uh, do, like, do we want to run through
3: some screenplays quickly before we yeah. get to the lead actor?
5: Yeah. 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 Okay. Just so, I also just want to say, I've been recording for an hour and 20 minutes. So I think we should maybe... We're going to speed it up. As we're as we just talking do. about speed. As we I'm not do. mad. I'm just saying. You Wait, sound mad. You sound furious.
3: Be honest. All
5: right. I'm mad.
3: Okay. okay.
1: <laughs> very I'm, mad. I'm just going to say
2: my screenplays very quickly. Yeah, All the right. screenplays
3: are always quicker. Yeah.